You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Joined, as always, for another week by my darling friend, uh, long-term confidant. I feel like I'm going back to the well and just trying to use the same things I've always used to describe him when really, you know, sometimes words don't do justice for a man of his ilk. Uh, but Edward Simpson, how are you? Good, mate. Pretty good. I saw a photo of you. Pretty good. I saw a photo of you. I don't know what day it was, but it was like I just saw the photo. It was you and like, and our friends, Judge, and our, your two girlfriends, Ella and Steph, mm. uh, somewhere. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it must have been a Saturday or a Sunday, but everyone was just sitting around having a laugh. And then I just see in the back corner of the photo, Eddie sitting there, Sonny's on, hat on. I'm like, this guy's bounced as fuck and barely hanging on. Yeah, I was bounced on Saturday, big time. Big time bounced on Saturday. I had to um, I had to drag myself back off the canvas. I'd like to thank uh, the nectar of the gods, Tequila, for that one. Uh, tequila undefeated when it's when it comes to like getting people back, mate. It's it's like a billion and oh. Yeah, if you it, like, what would Tequila's record be? It'd have to be a hundred percent, wouldn't it? It'd, but it'd be billions and oh. Oh yes, absolutely, billions and oh. Like uh, I'm actually not sure whether yeah. they use Tequila in like. Fatal situations. Like, oh, he's dead. Well, have we given him tequila? Yeah, yet? yeah. Like Doc. Yeah. Uh, have you tried the tequila? Forget the defibrillator, bro. <laughs> have you? We've got some Jose right here. Actually, yeah, yeah, if yeah. we could just pour some down his throat. Yeah, we got some mezcal, baby. Let's get it into you. <laughs> um. So that brought you back. Fuck yeah, dude. that's nice. That's Loved nice, it, mate. Loved it. So yeah, I was bouncing the photo, but I, I I I dug in, dug deep. I had a great weekend up at Abilene, up and on the beaches. Yeah, mate. look nice up on the peninsula. Now, Gorgeous. as we record this, it is the final day of winter. We, yeah. We've beaten winter. Winter winter was bested early winter in was, Sydney. Yeah, very early. Bested early in Sydney. Like, if you were around Sydney on the weekend, it was glorious. It was, mate, I'm in shorts. I've brought summer back. I'm hot. I was hot today. Yeah, of course you were. I went Get for around the city the hot. And I, I was for, like, good. Bro, I was work, walking at like 7.30 in the morning and I was out there in shorts and a hoodie. And I'm like, mm. this ain't hoodie weather, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this thing off. Switch on. It's just t-shirt and shorts. Switch on. Summer's back. Oh, yeah. Back with vengeance. It's it's spring, and with spring, Eddie, a big concern for me, and I know a lot of punters and dribbles out there, is the beta fever. The beta fever. Hay fever's just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Beaters beware. Yeah, I feel like we should really be sponsored by, like, Demerson or Claritine or something for the the months of spring. Well, you should be, yeah. Yeah, well, the podcast, because I'll be dealing with it. Mm. I'll sound like I've got a fucking fever. Talk about COVID symptoms. I'm going to look sick and feel sick the whole fucking... You're getting tested daily, aren't you? Not a good time for you to get hay fever and COVID, no, is it? right. It's going to fuck you up. It's well, going to throw you me, off. not just me, but a lot of people, I think. A lot Eddie. of beaters. A lot, a lot of beaters of, in trouble. Well, I don't appreciate that, but I do appreciate that it is now understood affectionately as the beta fever, <laughs> which obviously doesn't sit well with me, but hay fever I've got, but it has... I'm, it's, I'm starting to sneeze just a little bit. Mm. Nose getting a little bit scratchy. Yeah. And when it comes in, bro, like, it's such a pain in the ass. Shout out to anyone who's got beta fever because it's fucking coming. It's mm. like you can see it on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. But with it, Eddie, ponies. Yeah. Better weather. Yeah. Cricket. Cricket. Rugby league. Um, November origin. November origins. October GFs, late October GFs. So, a lot of positives. A lot of positives. New South Wales, again, still kicking goals. Still kicking goals. Look, Beaches are crowded on the weekend. We'll see if anything comes of that. But I like to think 
COVID, it had its feet up as well. Going, yeah. I'm enjoying the sun. COVID's baby. like, oh, fuck, I haven't seen any good weather for a I'm while. I'm going to enjoy the sun, baby. Yeah. I'm going to put my feet up. Let I'm going to take a dip in the yeah, Pacific. That's exactly. what I reckon. Let my doing. hair down. Yeah. Take a day off. I'm being busy. No one's been busier than me. No, exactly. Globally as well. <laughs> fuck no. I'm God. the only one still traveling internationally. In like in COVID corners, like COVID people, like COVID's gone the big lift. Yeah, it has. You know? I'm worried though because as soon as summer does come back, I feel like you're going to want to be near a pool, like a private pool, because I think those beaches are going to get closed quick. You quick reckon? Sticks. Yeah, dude. Or I think the more reasonable thing should just be like, I mean, if the government, local well, councils if- are paying for like parking police, why don't you just go and have, you know, uh, social distancing marshals on the beach? Listen, yeah, mate, hard to, to, hard to do. Why? Because, like, you'd need it's, so many. Yeah, but, well, no, you just got to be up and back, up and down the beach. You just put a couple on. And fine. And you go, listen, you've got your, your warning. If you do it again, we'll fine you. People just go down there. I don't have a license, mate. Of course, but whatever. I, don't, I actually don't even know my own well, name. Well, yeah, people would be like... <laughs> actually, fuck... Fuck. I've I don't got, actually don't know who my name is. I actually have completely forgotten who I am. Yeah, I don't have any money or a wallet. I don't even have a phone on me. No, I've got nothing on me. Fuck, that's weird. Sorry, bro. Like, I, you I get, know, I I'd get like that. to help. No, no, I get I can't. you got a job to do, but I mean, like, it's just hard. Kind I don't... Of, sorry. Don't even know who I am. Tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So, look, I fear the worst, potentially, but we'll see. I just think that's a better option than fucking depriving the nation of ocean swims. Because people are just going to get over well, it. Well, what about this? What about this? You can swim, but you can't bathe. Like, you can't bake. Swim but no baking. So in and out. Yeah, I know. That's tough. I want to bake. Well, I'm saying... I'm a big, but fat, if you, white mess, oh, dude. No, I need to bake. But one or the other, what are you taking? Oh, I'm taking ba- like bathe over baking. Yes. I You're can... not going to go lay down on the sand and then go home, are no, you? No, I'm not taking a bake not over unless you're a bake. sick. No, unless you're an absolute pig of a You'd have to bang. be a sick, sick puppy. Sick fuck. But that's um, summer, baby. That's what's that's what's on the doorstep. Yes. Tremendous. Uh, shout out while we've got you, Tom, to one of the greats, uh, Luke Trevojevic. Oh, that's what I wanted to find out. For coming up. So the the, the number one Trevojevic. Well, yeah. You number one. I mean? Number one in our books. Yeah, he's often forgotten Luke because he doesn't play regular league football, but he's a punter and a dribbler. No, but he's a punter and a dribbler, and he's, he's, your sort of, he's our sort of man because yeah. he's a schooner man. Yeah, you know what okay. I mean? yeah right. That's where he plies his trade. The pubs of the nation. Love that. Yeah. So he was inside with Jack Archdale. Where at? At the Newport. Love so it. Jarch was full his of... His brothers are in the bubble like a bunch of losers, yeah. and he's out there just living his life. Losers. but <laughs> Losers. But um, <laughs> Jack Archdale, full of rum, he was just floating around the pub talking to people. <laughs> he's such a fucking... And he was, I think he was inside watching the footy or saying, and, and, and he got to yarning, and I, we apparently came up in conversation. This is... I mean, this happens. As right? it was regaled to me, Tom. Yeah. And he's like... We've come up and he goes, oh, mate, I know Eddie. He's one of my good mates. He's actually outside. He's like, bullshit. So he came out. We had a good yarn. Obviously, wheels are in motion for the end of season party at the Wharf Bar. Um, I've, I've, you know, re, uh, reinvigorated the conversation, I think. Because yeah. it sort of, you know, I didn't, wasn't getting the hype, but I think it needed to. Well, look, I think, you know, it's, unfor- it's tough during the season. COVID bubbles, like can't the season sort of falling into a fucking death spiral. Mm. 
they're just focusing on rugby league football. Tommy's hammies were fucked. We gave him a hammy. It was all about getting his hammies back and, you know, Jake making fucking tackles and playing 80 minutes of tough, hard, honest yeah. rugby league football. Yeah. Ben being a, an up-and-comer and just mm. trying to ply his trade. Yeah, how, trying to learn. He, trying how, to learn. He's trying to learn, but he's not playing any footy. So everyone's just focused on trying to get better at rugby league football. Yeah. Luke, on the other hand, is a punter and a dribbler, yeah. like you and I. Out there punting and He's dribbling. out there punting and dribbling and sinking yeah. tins and yeah. schooners yeah. for the nation, for yeah. his club, for his family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so... Now that we've been able to make a physical connection like you have there. Oh, there was hugs and kisses. Good. There were hugs and kisses. Good. Which was nice. That's really nice. Uh, was he surprised when I knew his old man's name? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you might have been. A little. <laughs> little. I regard him with the story. I said, I don't know if you've been listening for long enough, but John's big in the TFU, which is what, you know. The Tomato Farms Unit. I don't know if you has told you that yet. I no, I mean I don't know if that anyone understands. Well, I don't know if the Trebojevic family understand that yet. The Tomato Farmers <laughs> Union, but obviously we're, the Wharf Bar. You know, we'll leave us enough time to get through all. Oh, that. We, we can get through it. There'll be a list. There'll be a, There'll be a list of topics that need to be covered. <laughs> need to be covered on. And I I told him the story how we were at the Leagues Club and we hit we hit them up for a photo. And, and then we asked. And people were like, we were like John, and he's like, wait, what? Don't you just want Jake and Tom? We're like, no, we actually no. want you. We ideally want the whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I need mean, to be in it. John. Long game is a family dinner at the Trebojevic's. <laughs> like that's long game. Obviously, that might be a little bit of a tough ask. But I think once they get to know us, you know, we we break bread, sink schooners. <laughs> I think we break bread and then and then we look towards the dinner. We angle towards the dinner. You know, yeah, at John's. At John's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not rolling it out. Not trust me, mate. You, 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 when you've been in this game as long as as long as Eddie and I have, you know better than to rule anything out. I tell you, if there was, like you know, let's say four months ago, there was zero chance of a dinner with John Trebojevich. Whereas now, now I'm not. Now, I'm not ruling now, it out. Now it is very possible. Um, so that was great. So shout out to Luke for being a punter and a dribbler yeah. uh, and very much of our ilk. Yeah, love that. Love yeah. that. Um, made of the right stuff. Made of the right stuff. Well, I look forward to uh, to Wharf Bar. Wharf Bar soon, Turbos. Mm. All for you. Ben, a little shyer, I think, in the chat group. Well, that's okay. That's fine. Find your feet. You've got to find your feet. Find you know, know what's going on. He might also be like, who are these people? <laughs> we asked for him to be included. He didn't He didn't include himself of his own volition. He might be like, I don't know what's going on here. We're like, oh, get Ben in. The chat group. We want all of you. Oh, John's next. John's next. <laughs> Reach out, John. Um... <laughs> um now, Eddie, look, onto a sour note. Not unlike to go from highs to lows, but <laughs> sometimes, you, have sometimes to. you got to, you know? And it is. Yin and yang. Yin and yang. Uh, I don't know what another example of that would be. North, south, east, west, hot, cold. <laughs> My JBL headphones are broken. <laughs> My new pair of JBL headphones are no longer working. Are we ruling out that you have a girthy head? We are one hundred percent ruling that out, and I'll tell you why. Because the 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 breaking, the breakage, mm. is not a large head based problem. And you know this how? Well, because like think about if you were to stretch something and mm. you go, oh well, that's been stretched and snapped. <laughs> yes. You can see that it's broken because of stretching. A stretching. Yes. Whereas this is not a stretch based uh, injury, if you mm. will, to the headphones. It's just something snapped. It's I... just snapped. Yeah. And uh, how? Do you know how? 
It just happened. Well, I don't want to tell JBL because they're just like, well, have you been using them? Uh, yeah, I have. Well, then, fucking you're out of warranty. So I don't know. I am. I can't tell you the rage that boiled inside my body a Monday morning. I'm getting ready. Monday morning? It happened this morning, bro. Oh, I went to put my headphones on. I've got into the office. I'm just ready to fucking start doing work. And the headphones are snapping. I'm like, JBL, you pieces of shit. And they sent you the new upgraded model. Well, that's apparently. I don't even know if it was upgraded. They need to start road testing their equipment, mate, because you've only had them for a month. I have had them for less than I had the other ones. Put it that way. Seriously, what? 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 Six weeks? Maybe, maybe, let's say two months, two, three months. Conservative. A bit like, I just don't know what to do. Now, obviously, I, you and I, have built a a famous career on asking for shit, right? (laughs) Yeah, you could, yeah, that's probably the way to describe it. That's why I was saying it, you know, asking you shall receive. You miss 100% of shots you don't shoot. Yeah. Things like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, K.O. Kirtley Beal, JBL first pair of headphones, Kelly Slater probably, you know. Uh, some test cricket merino wool. Test cricket merino wool, $1,000 worth of bottom anthos, things like that. Yeah. So I now am hoping to turn this little conversation, mm. going to get our friend Dio Dave over there who we're not acknowledging exists just yet. <laughs> uh, well, for obvious reasons. Well, for obvious reasons, but we'll get to that. But I want to get him if he's not shot, to turn this into, say, a video that we then place up onto social media platforms where we then ask for any other competing headphone brands who might like to be part step of... Step up. Step up and be part of a good news story. Prove it. Prove your worth. Back your product. Is your product better than JBL? Has to be. Well, it pr- prove it. Prove it. And Eddie would also like some headphones as well. Eddie always likes headphones. I feel like Eddie it. likes free shit. Eddie's a free shit sort of guy. We're free shit guys. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We like free shit, and but but only when it's warranted. I'm not just coming out here and asking for like a no. new this or a new that. My headphones broke. JBL I'm... provides shit headphones. We're not greedy goats. Tom. No, we're not greedy goats. Greedy guts. Greedy gutses. Well, that's why I didn't say guts. Because it was hard to pluralize. Because it was gutses. Yeah, yeah, right. No, goats. We're not greedy goats. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get bad headphones and you try to do the right thing by the brand and you call them out on social media with the hashtag FuckJBL and then they give you some more headphones, you give them a second chance and then they fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Once bitten, twice shy. Is that it? That's it. Yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes. So what headphone brands? Dre Beats? Sony? Sennheiser or something. I think someone let them come out of the works. Well, no, because I'm I'm thinking we're gonna have to tag them, draw their attention to the post. Yeah, I think so. Sony, that's Sony's pretty generally pretty. I'd be happy with Sony headphones. Sony for me, I've always thought of Sony as pretty like top tier. Yes, Sony televisions are great. Sony playstations are great. Correct. So from used to have a Sony Discman back in the day. So from where I'm sitting, Tom, I think I've always thought of Sony as like you know they've got their shit together. So maybe we just narrow our focus and say, "Oi, Sony, yes, you want to come to the table?" Because Sony seem like very reasonable people. They do. Well, they're a good brand, Eddie, as you said, trustworthy, reliable, yeah, quality shit. They've never fucked me. No, I've never been fucked by Sony. No, never, never. Got a Sony TV at home. Grew up on PlayStations, reared yeah. on the Sony PlayStation. My, my Sony PlayStation never shit itself, not once. And my PlayStation 2 got worked into the grain. I reckon you could turn on the first ever Sony PlayStation ever made and just be like... Oh, the PS1. Yeah, and maybe maybe play a little Time Crisis. Yeah, that's it. Maybe play a little Time Crisis. Little I reckon like Red it was, Alert. Yeah, it'd stand up. The gun would, would still work. Of course it'd still bloody work. Yeah. 
So well, before its time, that tech. It was before its time, wasn't it? Oh, you want to have an at-home fucking shooting range? Here yeah. you go. Here's a time crisis gun that you plug straight into your computer, into um, your PlayStation. Unbelievable. Anyway, Sony, if you're hearing this, we'd love some top-of-the-line headphones to replace my JBL ones. Which so that you can prove to the punter and the dribbler that paying a little extra is going to be worth their while. That's it. because That's the angle. That's the angle. Because JBL, unfortunately... Mate, just... Not good enough. Not good enough. When I'm paying for a product, when you're paying for a product, Eddie, more importantly, the punters and the dribblers paying for a product. Yes. That's who we care about. That's who we care about. It's not about us. No, it's not about us, because we hopefully won't be paying for it. (laughs) We want them to get the best quality shit. Mm. We don't want to steer them up the garden path. Yeah, and we're happy to road test it for you as long as it's free. As long as we pay nothing for it, (laughs) and that's also inclusive of shipping. (laughs) Yes. Well, Dior can maybe pay for Dior that. pays shipping. To write terrible weekend yeah. rhymes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're that's... lucky you're still alive, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, shipping is a small price to pay for my life. Yeah, so yeah. I appreciate that. Well, we brought you back with yeah. the tequila, yeah, mate. Yeah, so exactly. you've been very arty. <laughs> um, but so, look, I think that's sort of. I don't have anything else to say on the matter. I think we're. No, I know, think it's all said. We're free shit guys, and we'd like some free shit. But we are not greedy goats. We're not greedy goats, though. And to finish off the intro, Eddie. The, the the opening to what is obviously another famous famous podcast. Mm. Quick shout out to dear friend of the show and uh, and you know well known nude celebrity Hollywood hunk Hollywood hunk uh, Luke Bracey off to film uh, a movie this week. I don't know if we can talk about what movie it is, so we won't mention it. But to get a job during COVID times, mm. fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's a good one. Congratulations. Congratulations, nudes soon. Obviously, we'd like some nudes. The P's and D's would like some nudes. Well, look, maybe some on-set nudes. Maybe some nice. on-set nudes. On-set nudes. Yeah. Trailer nudes? Trailer nudes. Uh, about to go out and shoot a scene. Here's my cock. Here's a... <laughs> Rugby league punters, dribblers, the sport that you and I all live for, die for, um, Mine shot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm comfortable. No, I'm very comfortable no, right now. As long as we're I don't want to come in. No. Don't, and, and don't go out anymore, though. And I think I'm comfortable where I am as well. I'm in a good spot here. I haven't even touched my mic. There you go. Look at that. Which is rare. That is rare. I'm, just, I, I'm cruising. I am a serial mic fondler. And oh, no. then that ends up fucking it up. And I start complaining the mic's not tight. It's like, well, maybe if you just didn't touch that's it what I, That's seconds. what I've started to realise. I, t- I touch it too much. And now I just need to not touch it and just and get on with it. If it's working, then, mm. you know, don't ruin it. Don't focus fuck on, with it. Focus on the audible gold. That's bruh. it. Eyes on the prize. Yeah. And that prize is no longer, unfortunately, an NRL premiership in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. that's, look, that's, it's, um, that's off the table now. It would it's, look, I think it's off the table. I think that's fair to say. I'm, you know, you take your licks, Tom. You do take your licks, and we've taken them, and it seems look, that... Look, bottom eight footy isn't the worst footy. We've like, got some, and we've got some real bottom eight sides we're coming we, up we've against. We've got some bottom eight sides to come up, and I think that that's what we turn our attention to as a club, yeah. is playing, playing some really promising bottom eight footy. Flooding some youngsters yeah. and focusing on 2021, which has always had a better ring to it's it. It's always Well, it does have a nicer ring. Ten years after the 2011 Premiership. Which I like. That's There's nice. a bit of symmetry there. Yeah. There's a bit of, um, you know. Symmetry's probably as good as I, I, I Look, get. I don't think symmetry's going to be bested. <laughs> uh, 
I knew that as soon as I tried. <laughs> I but thanks tell. for the reminder. No, well, look, I just knew that we could either spend five minutes of you trying to find the word or just cut on with it. Just get on with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so 2021 is certainly looking like a better year. We'd always sort of said that in, in private. <laughs> And look, in private, we may have whispered that yeah, to each other, Tom. But also, like, any premiership this year is going to be tainted by COVID, and we're not about that. We want clean clean premierships. <laughs> yeah, we want clean premierships. We're clean premierships. We've always said it's the year of the punter and the dribbler. Most of the punters and dribblers not manly fans. No, exactly. So, so it would have pissed them off look, if they won. Yeah, so I think, you know, sharing's caring, Tom. Yeah. Sharing's yeah. caring. It is sharing. Sharing is caring, Eddie. I appreciate There's a couple that. of clubs that, you know, well, one in particular in Penrith that are desperate for another premiership yes. after 2003. That's correct, Eddie. That's correct. So there's been a long time between drinks there, and I'd like to see them, you know... I don't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind Nathan Nathan and I've getting one together. I don't mind it. The uh, Ghost. Imagine that. The First go- team to win a comp with no one at fullback. Fullback. Unbelievable. What That's a story. Pretty, what a story. First time to win with 12 men on the park. <laughs> what a story. Famous. I mean, there's narrative, there's yeah. yarn, there's so, a lot there. That'd be good. I, I don't mind Penrith. And then also, even though I hate them implicitly into the every like the deepest depths of my body, mm. the Roosters three peat again. I'm around like from a from a sports fan narrative. If I remove myself as a manly fan, mm. oh, there's narrative and yarn. Three peat's dope, dude. Like a team being great, achieving greatness, maintaining greatness in a like when it hasn't been done for since the '80s, probably since what Parramatta won their competitions, those losers. So, you know, I don't mind that from a sports fan perspective. Sonny Bill coming back, if he gets another ring, like the dude's just etching his name into GOAT territory. Teddy Tedesco. Serious serious GOAT territory. But then also, like, you know, God forbid the Storm were to win, then Smith's got sort of going, oi, I can do it. With anyone. That's it. I can do it literally with anyone I want. And did, I need, well. did I need Billy and, Ke- and Cooper? Nah. That, it was nice. It was nice to have them, but I didn't need And them. I, can still get a, I can still get the job well, done. Well, I mean, they bring in fucking Pappenhausen and shit. Like, I mean, no, geez, I'm not saying they don't have players, Tom. Oh, no, I know. I'm saying for his legacy, from yeah. that perspective, right? Look, so there's a narrative there. And then also the milk, riding terrible... 2019 wrongs. I could, and I'd get around the milk. To be honest, I don't think they can win, but no. I'd get around a victory Absolutely. for the milk. Yes, and the, you know what? There's a bit of pressure off now that Manly's essentially done. It's kind of like when you've got a pet that's unwell. Trigger warning: If you've got a sick pet, punish dribblers. If you've got a pet that's unwell, you know they're in pain, and it's like once they then get sort of put down or they they you know they they die, Eddie. Yeah. You go. I can now breathe. Better play stuff. Better play stuff. You know? Okay. Season's done. Dog's dead. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the dog's dead. We're out of tequila. We're going to move on. <laughs> we, we're all out of tequila. Mm. We used it all on raising Eddie on Saturday, mm. getting him back to, to neutral. That's right. And Season's we move done. on. And, and that's fine. On. That's and fine. that's fine. Um, but Dave, how are you as we bring you in? Dave, for the P's and D's, who obviously can't see him, which is everyone. The, the the smug piece of shits come in with a Pappenhausen mullet and a Melbourne Storm jersey, which yeah. which hurts. Yeah. Well, I thought I would go the big lift for this week. You know, I didn't want to make you guys feel too bad and come in with the shorts and a hat and everything as well. <laughs> the shorts would have been that fucking ball. Yeah. <laughs> would have been hilarious. Could have gone the long Came in in full well. kid. Yeah. Full kid. Yeah. Full ball boy kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, just thank your stars that it wasn't worse. 
Yes. But, um, yeah, I'm great. It's been a good weekend. You know, lots of wins coming my way, both in the team and in my personal life. It's yeah, that's right. Fun. You got a yeah. promotion? I did. I kind of, I've fallen into a promotion at work ever since I started working at the bar. It's just people, all coming up. Yeah, people day, around me have just kind of fallen by the wayside, and so now I'm the general manager. So, yeah, it's going to be cool. So, yeah, Isabel and Bondi, punters and dribblers special. Come find D or Dave behind the bar. I'll give you a free shot if you buy a cocktail. It can be some tequila. That's a very good deal. Like that. GMD or Dave. Mm. Uh, Moving and shaking already. We've got a general manager on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's very impressive. Yeah. And look at him. He's already writing deals, baby. Look at him, yeah. He's, he's been Come in, buy a cocktail, and I'll feed you full of shots. We should be going to Isabel at some point. Oh, we will. Is that the Japanese fusion joint or something? Yeah, yeah. We, Tom and I will go down to support. Yeah, yeah, we'll come down. Yeah, come down. 100%. And that's I, where I the mean, Chrissy party will be as well. Yeah. yeah. And you'll be serving us drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag free shit. <laughs> um, well, congratulations, mate. So no, You would have had a nice little Sunday promotion into a big win, into a couple of giggles with the boys. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, the parents are going away as well, so it was a good Sunday night. Okay. You know. Sunday, Sunday. What time did you get up today? Today was, well, because the parents were away as well, I was on double dog walking duty. So it was a 7 a.m. wake up to feed the dog, back to bed till like 10, walk the dog, and then walk the dog again before the podcast. So, you know, it's not <laughs> all clean sailing. Walking dogs and sleeping, dude. You have to go for a walk with some yeah. animals. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, she's an energetic dog. It's not all, clean. It's not all smooth sailing. <laughs> um, she found a bag of chips at the beach, and so, like, Jeez, yeah. you shared it. That was nice. <laughs> well, no, I had to bury the chips so she wouldn't eat all the chips. She's on a diet. It's a, <laughs> it's a full-time job looking after this, this is, dog. Yeah, this sounds like a tough fucking yeah. gig. Poor bastard. Tough. That's real tough for Dave. Jesus um, Christ. How much... Do you have to work more as a GM now? Are you like... You well, I was pretty much... Up to 28 hours a week? Yeah, it's going to be... I don't know. Well, I was pretty much working the three nights a week of service that we were doing anyway. Mm. And it's going to be four... Three and a half... Well, three like full nights, which is like 10-hour service. And then one prep day, which is like six hours. So there you go. It'll be fun. So you got to do yeah. tills and all that shit. I was yeah, like, I, so. I worked in a, I worked in pubs for like six or seven years. I reckon when I finished school, like mm-hmm. in, a, in, like on and off. And I just refused to become a manager. Like I was at one place for like six years. I was like, nah, I'm not doing tills, bro. Fuck that shit. Yeah, but it's all right now. We're gonna get balance the books, dude. There's like not much cash around anymore, anyway. That's true. And because Ooh. we're not like a. So they wouldn't even have to. Like you almost just go and count how much receipts. cash would you get? You get fuck like, all. Not a lot at all. And most of the cash we get is like just tips anyway. Everyone pays with their card, and it's makes like, it tough for homeless people. I know there's maybe deviation, yeah. but they used to just get cash. Whereas now it's like, bruh, I actually don't have anything on me. And bus- I never and carry buskers. cash. Huh? Buskers. <laughs> buskers. Dying art busking. Well, human statues. Unless you're in New York. Yeah, human statues. Bit weird for a human statue yeah. to have like a little card reader down yeah. there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that's tough. But also, some, like, they're has... already weird enough to be human statues. Yeah. So I guess you can't rule anything out at that point. No, you can't. You? No, you can't. But it was good. It was a look. You must have enjoyed yourself on Sunday though, because Storm played fucking well. They did yeah, play very it well. Was good. That try that Ado Car scored, where Cam Smith just kicked it. Inch perfect. Like that on was, the first. Yeah. Like so sick. Wingers weren't. Wingers are up. I did, pa- I did pause going. it, though, today, like, just to double check. Pretty sure they were offside anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I, but if it's that line ball, I'm like, whatever. No, I'm just saying I, by the yeah. level of the wall. Yeah, yeah. And considering he was, like, 10 metres ahead of, was it Funa when he picked up the ball anyway? If he had been one metre back yeah. behind, he no, still no, would have yeah. won. Look, it was I a great shot. Just saying you're offside, that's all. Yeah, yeah, we're offside, definitely. And no disrespect to Funa, Vuna, but, like, how the fuck didn't he get there? 
I know Adokar is super quick, but Vuna seemed like a quick guy. Caught as well. out of position, I think. Mm, he was. Uh, I tell you what, and obviously Ruben the Snack Garrick, dear friend of the podcast, the official snack of the podcast, mm. he owes Jake Jabuevich a beer. Yeah, he does. Jake mm. put in one of the most delicious kicks. Yeah. Like he was playing fucking 5-8 for New South Wales. Yes. Puts a chip over into the corner. Mm. Ruben eats those usually for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, eats them up. Eats them Can't up. get enough of them. I don't know what happened. I'll have a bowl of... I'll have a of, bowl of those things. With milk. Yes. Full cream. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm a grown boy. Might even have a second bowl because oh, I finished no, this I will. Quick. I will. I will. And I have one before bed. Yeah. That's the sort of bloke he is. When you saw that happen, I'm like, this isn't a good sign it for was, us. It was... It sort of just sums everything up a little bit, you know? When Ruben the Snack... Of putting snack them down, fame. of snack fame, putting them down. When he eats them for breakfast, you just thought, yeah. It was at that point I thought I might, I might turn my attention to November here. Might go put me blues jersey yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of the vibe. Now listen, but now we can just enjoy guilt-free manly games the remainder of the season. Going, listen, who gives a fuck? And guilt-free rugby league. That's what I mean. Guilt-free manly games. Guilt-free rugby league. There's no pressure. You just go out there and you do your best, and you go, oh, okay, we, mm. we're playing with a bit of carefree attitude at yeah. the moment. Fuck you know it footy. I mean? Fuck it footy, which is the footy I like to yeah. watch. Footy Speaking I'm of fuck it footy, Eddie, Tankwater Warriors. Yeah. Absolutely pumping the Newcastle Knights in Tamworth. We said it was going to happen. If you didn't put money on that. I'm pretty sure we picked around last week, didn't we? Except for the Manly game. No, we picked the Dragons over the Titans. Didn't we change that? Well, we, look, I could be wrong, but I, I felt remember. like we had a discussion being like, oh, I think the Titans can win. I don't know. I, I mean, look, our, our dear general manager over here, Dior Dave, is the man who uh, puts the Checky Bet special together for the, for the web, for the World Wide Web. But I do know this. We picked the Tank World Warriors because they played in Tamworth. Yeah. And they shellacked them. Absolutely shellacked. So for back all, at the spiritual home of Tank Water, all the bloody where the Lions are, are fans fresh, who are listening, a, fucking suck eggs. But they were never going to win. Like no, when, when you when the right. Tank Water is fresh, mm. in, like farm to table sort yeah, of stuff. Farm it's to tank table, to, tank to tongue, tank to tongue. When you got tank to tongue Tank Water, mm. then it's all over. And it's like you know the possums fresh. Yeah, everything's fresh. Everything's fresh. Gum leaves fresh. Possums fresh. Maybe a, a, a you know another rat of some sort. It's all fresh. Yeah, it's all fresh. Fresh. But I look. I, I know it's unlikely. But do I want to see the Warriors in the finals? Hundred yeah, percent. Did they can still make it? Yeah, they can. Were they two wins away? I was having a yeah. chat. Yeah, two wins away, and like they're playing like the Sharks. Who are they playing in their final games? But like they they need the Sharks to shit the bed, which is very possible. Yep. And then um, I think they're playing. They're playing the Warriors next round. I mean, sorry, they're playing the Eels next round. They, Eels that, that's chalked that up as a win. Yeah. yeah. And then Mate. they've got the Sharks, so that'll be a big game. Oh, so that they can be, get yeah. in. They can get in. Eels couldn't be a worse team in the competition, right? Yeah. And now that they're, look, you know, now that they've been um, exposed as, as milk and penalties to yeah. try and get into the top four, they've well, fallen apart of the seams. Yeah, completely fallen apart of the seams. And also. Once we exposed the uh, doomsday clock that they have, which is the sun swallowing the earth as being their barometer of you know time to get a, a prem. Yeah. Now the pressure of the the sun, you know, is way too much for them to handle. Well, it, it's burning the sky every time they take the That's field. It. Unless they play the night game, fuck. but they trained it at least. Yeah, they you know they're, I mean? they're constantly aware of it. Though. Yeah, yeah. Every day they were aware of it. Yeah. Holy shit! Holy there shit, it is. There it is. Still going. Still burning. Still burning. Tick, burning tick, away. Tick, 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 Losing tick, fuck fuck fuel. Losing fuel. Sixty minute clock. Losing fuel. Losing fuel. It's tough. 
it's really tough. But you know they're losers, so I think the Tank Warriors, the Tank Water Warriors, can dust those perns next week. Yep, love it. Um, and then Sharkies. I mean, the Sharks actually played well on the weekend, but they're just not trustworthy. I don't trust them. You don't trust a shark. No, you don't. It's a wild animal. You don't trust it. No, you don't. So it's uh, unpredictable. Tom. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you can swing with them. Sometimes you can touch them. Sometimes they take your arm off. <laughs> There's no way of knowing. There is no way of knowing. No. For that reason, I like the Tank Water Warriors. Mm-hmm. Am I going to put the house on them making the A? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I'm certainly going to think long and hard about it, Tom. Yeah. I'm certainly going to think long and hard about mm-hmm. it. But that's where my uh, attention now turns, I think, in terms of who am I going to support for the rest of the season yeah. in their quest for finals football. Yes. It's the Tank Water Warriors. I think so. No offense, Manly. No. Well, Manly's already out, so it's okay. We don't need to apologize. Um. Now, but then the Rabbitohs Eels. Oh, dude. Well, the Rabbitohs Eels, I mean, that was just a, that was just a, a, a I guess, a, an exemplification of everything we'd spoken about. I like the Rabbitohs going into that. Had a same game multi on, you know, 200 to 1 stuff. Didn't think, I thought, oh, Rabbitohs maybe 1 to 12 here. Didn't think I'd need the 13 plus time. Didn't think I'd need the 13 plus. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, unfortunately for them now with Trell gone, Trell was, Trell's Ram was, updated and humming. Yep, it was. He was absolutely humming, and the Rabbitohs were humming as a result. Needed a couple of rounds to obviously, you know, get combos sorted and shit. They haven't all played together. Mm. Uh, and they were looking real good. Now, I don't know what happens. I don't know what a trellless Rabbitohs looks like. Uh, probably not as good, obviously, but... I mean, they're, they're, they're playing finals footy, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was an impressive win. They beat the piss out of them. It was. After beating the piss out of Manly a week earlier. Poor old Chell though, like it's just one of those. It's just been one of those years for him. Mate. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what he's probably he's probably like you know what. Obviously disappointed not to be playing, but it's like I can just go home and hang with my family now. I'm out of the bubble. Fuck this shit. Yeah. See you later. Go work on my recovery and just unwind. Yeah. yeah. And I mate enjoy it, Chell. Rupturing a fucking hamstring. Do you know how unlucky it was that, that happened. Like the guys landed on him when he's on his back, like his teammate. That's rugby league, mate. That's rugby league That's football. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes in this game, mate. It's the way it goes. The Tigers suck. They do. And poor old Madge Maguire tearing whatever little hair he's got out. And not much, Tom. No, no, not much. But apparently they were saying today he wants to. He's basically just going to go and gurney the whole fucking roster and just blow them out. Well, as we've always said, a good gurney, good for the soul. Good for the soul. Good for the club. Probably dirty mergers that are the Tigers. But dirty uh, mergers often need a good gurney because yeah, they're dirty. They're dirty by nature. Yes. So they get dirty quick and merged. so they need to emerge. So it's all it's all out of whack. So yeah. they need to be gurneyed often. Often. More often than than any other club. Way more often. Every year or so. Yeah. Fucking every year. So apparently their whole roster's like on notice. Well, Benji's gone. Benji's gone. Is Luke it time Brooks- for Benji to hang it up, or is he going to keep playing? I think he. I think we just farewell him, don't we? Look, no, if, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get you. I mean, look, if he wants to keep playing... Like, who's going to bring... Who's... He's at a point in his career where it's like, if you want to keep playing, keep playing. That's fine. But you can understand if the Tigers are going, thank you for your service, yes. but you'll be playing somewhere else. Luke Brooks, I heard a stat today. A little bit wishy-washy on the specific numbers. I'm going to say it's 120, might be 140 mm. NRL rugby league football games without playing finals. Never play the finals? Nah. Gurney. Gurney. Gurney that's, time. That's Gurney talk. You know, and that's a Gurney, Gurney time. That's Gurney time. Gurney time. If you're a Tigers fan, I personally couldn't care. I want all the success in the world for Luke. But if I'm a Tigers fan, where's the gurney? Yeah. Where's the gurney? 
We used to have Tedesco. Remember, it was Tedesco, Woods, and Brooks were in that little like Tedesco, Woods, Brooks, Moses. Moat, that's right. The big four, which was already the big that was four. a joke to call them that when they were like 20, but like. But that's what they call them. Some have done more than others. Hmm. Looking at you, Tedesco, doing way more than the others. Yes. Uh, but then they, they held on to Brooks, and now we arrive at Gurney territory, yeah, and know. it's like, oh. You know, time over. Would I have done things differently? Would I have done things? Would we have thrown the fucking kitchen sink at James Tedesco? Would we have merged? Would we... Would we have merged? Would we have... Would we have been so grubby? And dirty, even. And dirty. I don't know. I don't know. Questions for the West Tigers. Yeah, not us, Eddie. Not us. Um, But the thing about it is, mate, like, yeah, go get the gurney, Madge. Go get the gurney. But who the fuck are you buying? Yeah. Because last time I checked, there's not like a shitload of red-hot talent running around that isn't tied up. Mm. I don't all know of it's tied go. up. I don't know where he goes. All the, all the red-hot talent's tied up. Is, is, there anyone, is there anyone coming off contract that I don't know about? Anyone yeah. that's, prepared to, that's prepared to be bought? Kevin Proctor, I think, that I heard someone saying. I mean, you know, like... I think Ke- Alex Johnston... It's still on the market. Alex Johnston. Again, oh, like... Good. These aren't going to win your comps, yeah. though, are no. they? Like, you know... You, you need, need to start looking... Someone know, who's going to win you a comp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, like, a six and a seven. Yeah, and a nine, because Harry Grant's nine. going back to the storm. That's so hard, like, heavy for Tigers fans. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we just get to see this guy's first 15 games of rugby league, and he's absolutely hectic, and yeah. then we've got to give him back to the storm. Yeah. And he probably wants to go as well, in fairness. He's like, yeah, I'm out of here. And we're getting gurneyed. So, like, mate, times are tough. Times are tough if you're a Tigers fan. But, look, it's, it, me and Eddie would just like to take this opportunity to say we don't give a shit. No, we don't. We don't care. Get the gurney out. Get the gurney out. Or don't. Couldn't get, care less. Couldn't care less. Get it out. Don't get it out. You're never going to make the finals. The only, thing, the only reason I'd say to get the gurney out is because gurneying things is satisfying. That's all. And satisfying to watch. Yeah. That's it. That's the only reason I'd watch it even. Is it because it's satisfying to watch? Mm. Now, I couldn't care less though. So, you know, all the best. All the best. Do whatever you want. Um, but I don't care. Eddie, there's a couple of things that we should whip through here. Yeah. As you ask. Oh, looking with the purple vape as well. Um, Was this on purpose, mate? <laughs> nah. Grape's just a good flavor. Fair. Okay. And Fair it cool. is good flavor. It is. Although it doesn't taste like grape. No, it doesn't. Nothing grape flavor tastes grape. Just, I don't find any vapes just, taste like anything other than like, like if it's like a flavored vape, you go, oh, it's slightly. No, but that's because you don't have a, a sense of smell, which affects a fuckload of your taste. sense of taste. That's a good point. That's why. Because I can taste something, but it's not. They're actually way more flavored than you'd think. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. See, I only have realized since I've gotten older, punishable if you don't know and you're getting caught up here, Papa don't have a sense of smell. Never got looked into it, which I found. Yeah, well, I mean, no, that's can't smell. This is the first I'm hearing. Oh, oh yeah, like, no, I can't smell. Strange. Can't smell. Uh, and I can, thus, can't taste. Well, I can smell like uh, if you were to spray deodorant into the lid. Like I can smell fumey shit, right? I can. Like eucalyptus. Can you I can it? smell eucalyptus again. Like it's got to be in my face, and there might be an element of the fact that I'm looking at it. So it's like, oh, I know I'm smelling eucalyptus, but like that and spearmint. But other than that, dude, no smell for daddy. Couldn't tell if you farted. Couldn't tell if there was a fucking gas leak. Couldn't tell if there was, you know, pasta in the air. But I've always been able to taste food in that I can... But I'm telling you that you're... No, no, no. Hear me out here. Fuck. Hear me out. I can taste food. I can, you know, I know what things taste like. 
but then Steph was like, you know, I would have eaten something like an hour ago and then given her a kiss. And she's like, oh, do you have this? I'm like, how the fuck did you know that? She's like, I tasted it. And I'm like, I don't have that. I can't. Or if I'm having like a fruit juice and they're like, she's like, what in it? I'm like, fruit. I don't know. Like, you can't taste it. Well, like I can't uh, differentiate. Sometimes I can. Again, like I can taste shit, punished dribblers. Don't come at me. Don't at me with taste bud rhetoric, but... No, but the science would say that you can't really taste. The, t- the science well. would say that I, you know... You, my... you retain like 20% of taste or something. Yeah, so, I mean, the, that actually excites me that as technology gets better, that one day I might be able to taste, like, fully. And then I'll probably start crying. I probably don't need it, though. You'll right? be massive <laughs> if that happens. You'll be bedridden. Maybe. That's bed sore <laughs> stuff, bro. Yeah, that's like Augustus. You'll be bro. like, you'll be like, I'll be like uh, Augustus in the chocolate factory. Uh, I can't shower anymore. Steph has to hose me out the front. She the hoses driveway. me and just brings in fucking food on a forklift. Yeah, she hoses Palette's the big guy. <laughs> hoses me. Um, that being said, though. My parents never took me to the doctors about it, which obviously still holds some sort of. I hold some. I you hold could, that against them. But for you know, since you're 18, say for the last 12, 13 I don't have years, an excuse. you could have. You I could have, have. I could have absolutely. You're, you're, I could have also, from the age of 13, 14, 15, 16, be like, "Can I go to a doctor about this shit? I can't smell." But mm, I didn't. Mm. And I think as I got older, Eddie, and now in, in four years you're ninety, uh, forty. So nine years you're forty. So. You know, I've got no. You're running out of time. Now. No, but I've also got no. But you're running out of time. Well, time to what? Like just for life? Yeah. <laughs> Once you're forty, it's all over. That's true. What's the point in smelling at forty? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You've got nine years to get. You've this got sorted. nine years to get the smell sorted. So look, if there are any doctors out there who ear, nose, and throat doctors who can restore my smell and in so doing my taste and in so doing my, you know. And but also, if you've got like a a, a pretty, like. Oh, this is this happens regularly. Maybe there's an explanation that we've missed. There could be a Crayola up yeah. there. I mean, if I've never been able to smell, it could be from something as a child. Mm. You could have two seeds stuck up there. That's that have it. Just never been dislodged. Never been Who found. knows? Watermelon seeds. Sure. Young buck chewing his way through half a ton of watermelon, enjoying his summer like a grazing elephant <laughs> on display at a zoo. <laughs> um, oh goodness. Anyway, can't smell. Reach out, doctors that can give me smell back and taste. Cheers. Um... Eddie, there's not a shitload more in rugby league. Hopawadi's comments about his boys and the Raiders getting Huawei. Look, Huawei doesn't surprise me. There's a lot of heat on them. Chinese owned, which means that they're government owned, which means that, you know, people are suspicious. Yes. And Canberra being a, a government town. Government town, built for the government. Yeah. Uh, uh, city planned as it was. Yes. Yeah. Does that mean the milk are a government team? And they don't want to have... The Australian government doesn't want to have their team. You know what it is. You know what it. You know what it. Alla- you know what it allows, Tom. It allows an opportunity for Canberra Milk to step the fuck up. Yeah. And go back to what's good and what's right and what's honest. If they've got half what's a fair. brain, this is the time to pounce. Huawei on the air, looking for a sponsor on the front. I'm talking the main sponsor on the jersey. It's time for milk. Bring it back. We've waited long enough. We have. And they've always played their best footy with that on. Why'd you, why didn't you win the final last year? Why'd you go down? Huawei. Huawei. It wasn't up for it. No. When you're looking for answers deep into the second half, when it's on the line, when you're attacking set after set after set, when I need something to inspire me, Huawei's not getting it done. 
And that's why they didn't. That, that's why they couldn't get it done, mate. Huawei not getting it done. Blame the six again, call all you fucking want, but it's because you had Huawei on the jersey yeah. and it didn't inspire shit. No, if Canberra Milk was on there. You would have been like, "Hold, I need to go to another level here. Fuck I need to six step again. up." No excuses. No six excuses. Again doesn't mean anything. Give me the footy. Give me the steed and let me rip. Yeah. Whereas Huawei, no, nah. inspires nothing. Great call. Yeah. Great call. Well, Huawei made the decision. Yeah, but you know. But great call for them. No, but great call anyway. But great call. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they would have been, you know, they would have preferred the, the sponsorship dollars, but I get it. Like, fuck them. Canberra Milk. Canberra Milk. Step up. Canberra Milk, I don't know what, I don't know what Canberra Milk's doing in Rev a year and what they can prepare to outlay for. Well, look, Milk's fallen on tough times. Milk as, a, as, a, as an industry. Yeah. Tough times. Milk's on its knees. Milk's on its knees. And maybe this is what brings it back. Maybe this is what brings it back. <laughs> maybe this is the, the, the elixir that milk needed <laughs> was a rugby league sponsorship, partnering with one of the two Australian institutions, yeah. milk and rugby league. Yeah, one of the great uh, marriages. Yes, historically mm. speaking. No, you're right. You could draw correlations, Tom, if between... you'll allow me to speak. Yeah. Between the decline in milk and the fact that they haven't been aligned as close as they should have been with rugby league. Now, we, we, on this podcast, trying to align it. We do our best. We do our fucking goddamn best. We're pushing milk rhetoric week after week <laughs> after week. We can't do any more. We can't, we can't do any more for milk. But the reality is, the sad reality, is the relationships, the relationship between milk and rugby league has, is at an all-time it's low. It's at an all-time low. And, I mean, listen, if anyone from Big Milk's listening... <laughs> <laughs> hey, pull your finger out of your ass. Because I don't need to spell it out for you. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. There are some salt-of-the-earth Australians who work their fingers to the bone, squeezing milk from cows. <laughs> to the bone, Tom. To the bone, Eddie. And you got these bloody big milk execs, big yeah. wig, big milk, yeah. sitting up in their ivory milk-coloured towers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, milk towers made of ivory. Taking the piss. Taking the piss and, and taking, you know, all the bloody profits. Yeah. <laughs> taking all the profits. We need to go back to a, a, a good city-owned or town-owned yeah. in Canberra's situation. It's not a, it's not a city. It's and a don't, town. Don't try, don't try to tell me it is. Have you city. ever been there? It's a fucking town. It's a town. We need a good town-owned, town-operated institution to start taking, you know, milk back from the big conglomerates, from yeah. big milk. <laughs> We need to wrestle back control, and I think it starts at Canberra Milk and its association with rugby league. Yeah, exactly. Because rugby league's for the people. Yeah, it is. The people own rugby league. And people are for milk. Yeah, people are for milk. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's that bit of rugby league math for you. Rugby league's for the people. When was the last time? People love milk. Do you eat cereal? Uh, yeah, I do sometimes. But not as much as you did. No, fucking barely any, actually. Now (laughs) you say Now you mention it. Uh, the punters and giblets, do you still you still sit down for a nice bowl of, of wheat bicks or cornflakes or rice bubbles or sultana brand or special K every morning? No, no, especially not special K. When you go on holidays, are you still are you whipping out the cocoa pops or the fruit loops or the little mini variety packs? You're not, are you? Of course you're not. You know, what, have you ever asked yourself why? Because you're sick of big milk. Yeah, you're sick Red- of it, and because rugby league's not pushing the milk rhetoric it no. once was. Get back to little milk. Get back to little milk. Get back to Canberra milk. Get back to milk and rugby league. And the syn- the symmetry, symmetry, synergy, synergy, one of the great marriages. Get it back, milk, rugby league, rugby league, and milk. Thanks for coming. We rest our case. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god! But Hopper, Hopper. Now, just to bow rugby league, football. just to bow rugby league. 
one of the get great, the quote. Get the yeah, get, his, get, get this fucking quote up. Fucking hilarious. He doesn't stop delivering again. Punters and dribblers. Hopawati, an ornament of the game. Yes. Oh, let's say this actually while I'm getting up Hopawati. So we spoke last week about uh, the the rugby league last supper mural, and we've had a few P's and D's reach out, and one dude on the P's and D's page has actually put up um, one that he started drawing, which mm-hmm. was good. But we've been seeing a couple. Who is it? Uh, Rugan Genot Maceva. Look, I'm sorry that I butchered that name, but in fairness, bro, your name's hard to read. Um, but anyway, look, we got some. We got some. Uh, you know, now's probably time to announce some new merch coming out. Yes, some punters and dribblers hats look, that are going to be pretty fucking dope, as well as some stubby coolers. Mm-hmm. That's the, all we can say. That's all we can say right now. Uh, but the the samples are on their way. The samples are on way. their way. The mural, we were going to go with the, the jumper jumper, but then we realized that winter had just been bested, and it's like, we're not look, selling jumpers in fucking look, spring and summer. Look, when you're top of the heap, when you're top of the heap, sometimes time slips away. Yeah. We're too busy dominating. Yeah. And look, did we drop the ball a little bit on the jumper jumper? Yes. Is the it design, there was a fucking delay with the design, to be fair. Does, delay with the design. Is it on the back burner for 2021? Yes, it is. My, 2021, again, better ring to it. But also... People wear hats in summer. People wear hats all the time. You need a hat for summer. Is it going to be a baby blue? No, it's not. No. It's a new one. Limited dish. Cherry red. Cherry red, baby. Uh, it's going to be glorious. Now, the la- NRL Last Supper, um, the winner will get a baggy green. The one that is the best. Now, I don't know if we're going to put it to a P&D vote or whether Eddie uh, and Dior and I will just fucking make a decision. Now, hang on. Before that, is it is it going to be painted? Does it no, need to be? I think drawn or painted is drawn, painted, framed, sent here. Yes. Well, drawn, painted, framed, and then at least the like we we get the we get to see it first. I don't think they need to all mail them to us first and then we decide because no 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 sorry that's yeah okay the winner the winner will obviously be giving it to us framed framed and for a baggy green for a baggy green well but, to be to be a member you, of the eleven but if you but if you enter. Mm. Then you're probably going to get yourself. Well, no, you we and and I don't mean enter by just drawing some scribbled bullshit onto a fucking piece of paper and going, oh, here you go. But if you actually have a crack and you don't win, you're getting yourself a new HSP hat, a cherry red, a cherry red. Yes, I think that's reasonable. But when we say have a crack, like we'll make the decision about whether it's a crack. Yeah, or yeah, not. yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're not, we we make the call on yeah, whether yeah. or not it's a crack. We're generous. Individuals if you draw, here, if you draw yeah. something on, on a dunny roll at, yeah. the, at the pub when you're punting on ponies, it'd want to be the best fucking that in, thing ever. You send that in, you reckon you're getting a cherry red? We make the call. Yeah, we make the call. That's it. Now that all remains to be seen, but just wanted to get that out of the way because I know a couple of a couple of uh, P's and D's had been sending in little bits and pieces to me, and then they saw Rugan Genot Massiva who put his on the P's and D's page, and they were like, "Oh fuck, has our chance been and gone?" And I just wanted to say, no, it hasn't. You're still in with a shout. Mm. If you think you can do a better job than Rouen Genot Massiver, then... What's he got there? He doesn't have any legs on any of the people. I don't mind it, but there's no legs on anyone. Look, we're going to need legs. Certainly going to need legs. I will say this as well. When it comes to like people you're picking or you're using, you're more than welcome to hit us up and ask who you think should be on there. Um, but, like, you know... It's got to be rugby league characters. What I'll say about Rouen Genet Massivers, there is... Like there's some Kentucky fried chicken there. And I like all Bull. those little bits in there. There's Red Bulls. See, I'll say that it's like... Yeah, the, the more you can make it actually look like them as well, the better. Um, Just do your, but do your best. But do your best. But do your best. Anyway, 
Uh, that's that. Where's Hopper's comment about his children that we wanted to talk about? Where the fuck is it? And shout out to those dribblers, Thomas Mahoney and co, who went to the plaque of some PBL. That was classy stuff. Hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Here we go. Danny Exotic put this into the P's and D's page. Again, if you aren't a member of the illustrious Punters and Dribblers Facebook group, then that's cool. Up to 2,500. They're coming. They're coming quick. And, uh, and shout out to the bots who keep having a crack. Yeah, bots are still trying their best, but bots, you know. Bots are getting creative. Bots keep me on my toes. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. I can't tell because there was someone who put it. Someone put something in there today about joining a poker thing, and I was like, is that a bot or is that just a dribbler who wants people to play poker with him? Anyway, <laughs> so John Abawadi, obviously, we got into it last week about him threatening to bash uh, IG trolls, but he's uh, he's just put up something on his Instagram after having three sons play for three different clubs on the weekend. So we had Jamil playing for the Broncos, Will Hopawati playing for the Dogs, and Albert Hopawati playing for the Mighty Manly Seagulls in his debut game. Good pedigree. Great pedigree. Uh, all three of them lost, and he made a point of that in one of his things, saying that three sons playing in a row and three lost. Uh, but anyway, here's what he said. I guess in his sort of, you know, wrapping up of a weekend that he had with three sons playing NRL. Yep. And remember, if you would like to go and see John Hopperwhitey's Instagram page, he is hop555, H-O-P-555. The years of telling my boys to don't, all in caps, waste my time, and yes, that was grammatically incorrect. The years of telling my boys to don't waste my time to come watch you and you are crap because I've six other boys to go watch is starting to pay off. <laughs> That's the first sentence and that... Fucking me. What? I'll go again. I'll just give it one more. The years of telling my boys to don't waste my time to come watch you and you are crap because I've six other boys to go watch is starting to pay off. Good, Good Lord. You will get told if you were crap and you will feel my frustration. Pu- fist punch. Oh, my <laughs> God. So, you will get told... You will get told if you were crap and you will feel my frustration in the punch, in the car or at home for wasting my time when I could have watched one of the other boys play. So, after the game, if you got a whistle or your name called... Don't worry about going into the team huddle or the change room because you're coming straight into the car for your own huddle. Punch, punch. <laughs> Hashtag. Never tell them they were good if they were crap. Hashtag. Giving them their own personal huddle after the game works. Hashtag. A John Hopawati huddle in the car sounds fucking terrifying. Terrifying, dude. And his hashtag game is fucking the best on Instagram, I think. He doesn't put any spaces. So it's actually one big hashtag, but his hashtags are elite. But I'm impressed by his ability to... He capitalizes every word on the hashtag, so you can almost read his hashtags better than you can read his actual writing. (laughs) That's actually a very good point. It's much easier to read them. It is. Trying Trying to read his actual points is fucking damn near impossible. And, like... 
It sounds not like it reads a lot better. Yeah, definitely. Good lord. Try read that first sentence. Oh, got out of it, of course. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. The years of telling my boys to don't waste my time to come watch you and you are crap because I have six other kids to go watch is starting to pay off. <laughs> you will get told if you were crap and you will feel my frustration. Bash. In the car or at home for wasting my time when I could have watched one of the other boys play. Oh, my God. So after the game, if you got a whistle or your name called, is he whistling at them? Like, oi, don't go into that huddle, mate. It's John, it's John, Hop, it's John Huddle Hopper's time. Hopper's huddle. It's time for a Hopper huddle. That must be what he means. In the car. If, you, if I whistle at you, You're don't f- go into the huddle, come into the car. And I'm going to flog you. And I'm going to flog you. Well, he's bashed some form into him. Mate, he's bashed, he's bashed NRL contracts into him. That's what he's done. <laughs> yeah. He's bashed success into him. Yeah. He's bashed dollars into their bank accounts, you could argue. Very well done. I don't know how they are upstairs. I mean... Well, that's a tough I don't know. To I, don't know I don't know what toll it's taken. It'd take a toll. But success takes a toll. That's true. Now, is he the LeVar Ball of Australia? Probably. He is the LeVar Ball. Should he look into his own line of, of shirts? Well, he's got one where it's a butthole with a finger in it. Oh, he's already got merch. Haven't you seen those? He wears a, he wears a T-shirt with a butthole and a finger in it. <laughs> how have I missed that? I don't know how you've missed that. Dior, can you see if you yeah. find Hopper's butthole fingering shirts? Like on the front, an asshole, like a fucking... A sphincter. Yes. Just the just the, the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like brown a circle? Eye, a circle brown eye with like all the wrinkles and shit. Oh, it looks like a bum hole. It looks like a bum hole and a <laughs> finger, like like one of those big sort of... Uh, you know, novelty-sized fingers. You isn't get it? Like isn't thing. it hilarious that he's played into it? Well, I actually think it's the great, the, the best way to do it. If you spend the rest of your life trying to denounce the thing that you're known for, oh my god! I've never noticed that that was a sphincter. Up yeah, there. dude. I thought that was like touching God or something. Oh my god! Yeah, God is whatever you make it, I guess. Fuck me, dude. I actually respect him probably the most for steering into that. Like there's He's nothing got shirts, you can do. Mate. There's nothing you can do, right? You're gonna be caught. You're known as hot. Like the hop whitey is a thing you can't escape. So steer into it, bro. It's like it's maybe hard with like Carney pissing into his face. That's a hard one to steer into. But is it any harder? I don't. Th- it's not harder. It's not harder at all. There's something I don't know. It's not harder at all. It's just yeah. How do you steer into that one if you can't? You have like photos of yourself pissing into your own mouth. Oh, it's just a caricature of yourself covered in piss. <laughs> Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the 
betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY... You get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport dot shop. Bang rose on there. Code manly. Fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. More important things on the horizon, things to talk about. Not really the horizon, rear vision mirror, actually. Horrible use of the horizon. Um, Jeff the Hornet Horn, bested, belted, smashed, mashed, crunched, munched. Yeah. uh, By Timmy Zoo. Tim Zoo. The young bull. Yes. No longer Kosh's son. No. He's forged his own identity. No longer the son. He... Now, technically, I will have to correct him that he is still the son of Kostyazu. That's, uh, you know, they are inexorably linked mm. through DNA, bloodline. Mm. He came from Kostya's sack. Yes. But he wants to be his own man in the ring. Which is fine. I get that. And has done. Has done. That was a... I did not think he'd win. I, I didn't know. Like, I mean, I only I was going off again, zero fucking knowledge of anything. But that Horn has had bigger fights, and Zoo's only in like his sixteenth or fourteenth fight. Anyway, more importantly than that, it was a battle for ends. Glenn Rushton, Glenn Jennings, and Glenn Rushton showed that when the pressure's on, he goes to water. Well, he him begging Horn to go back into the ring when he had been belting within an inch of his life was absolutely pumped. Was disgusting. Yeah. And he's like, "Can you go out there for one more minute? Like have one you got, more? Have you got one punch in you? Have you? Got, can you do the big punch like he did against Zarafas? Um, Zarafas. That's what he wanted because he knew that if if he couldn't get his boy off the stool and back in there, he was going to lose he an end. He was going to lose that, and then he's not going to get back. No. And he's forged an identity around being a three-end against Glenn. Glenn sort of guy. Yeah. 
He had it on all of his flyers yeah, and all like of his an like, speaking events. I've got three ends. I live in a dolphin palace. Um, I've sort of lied and and hoodwinked and my pulled my boxing. way into the boxing game. Like, I'm actually a financier. Yeah, with a and weird haircut and a disgustingly sized gold necklace. And when I say sized, you just like where it sits. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you can have a gold necklace, it has to be a bit longer. It's just this, it sits, so it can sit in a collared, an open collared shirt, and it makes my blood boil when I see it. I can't help it. It's just despicable. And rightly so. And rightly so. It's but it's dis- also beautiful, and it's, it's, per- it's like it's perfect for Glenn Rush. Oh, it's, it's perfect for Glenn. Yes. Of Dolphin Palace of Dolphin fame. Palace fame, and formerly of 3N fame. But I, I couldn't believe he would get that desperate for an N. No. I didn't th- I, look, obviously we knew they were important. But not that not that important. And now we've got a two end Glenn Jennings, who's a manager, not a trainer, but of Tim Zoo. Gluh would have been weird. We know that. (laughs) Well, there's a reason you don't know any glurs. If you're a betting man, you probably look at that situation and go, "Shit, do I know any glurs? No, no. What are the chances of a? What are the chances of that? Not many. How many yens do most people have? Two. So there was a lot of symmetry there that we missed. Yes, symmetry the word of the podcast. Well, I mean, you know, we were. Blinded by ends, you could say, and you know we were looking at like potential of having a four end Glen, which would have been fucking biblical stuff. <laughs> and so obviously the the excitement got the better of us, but that's all right. That happens, Eddie. We're not too afraid to say that you know we went with the wrong decision. The ends got there. the better of us. The ends got the better of us, and they should have got the better of you. If you're not blinded by ends, then I don't think you really understand <laughs> the power of. The majesty of the an majesty end. of multiple ends. Someone did point out that Glenn Jennings did have three ish ends in his last name as well to play with that again we hadn't thought about. So maybe that came into it. I don't know. Is he like a twelve end Glenn now? I don't know. But we don't usually take the ends in the last names. Look, it's always been a first name sort of thing. Yes. Could he have taken an N out of the Jennings and thrown it into his name if he became a glut? Look. We don't need to worry about that no. anymore. Luckily, we don't need to even worry about Cause that. Because as, as, as history is written, both two and Glenn's now. Obviously, Horn, I think probably best he sneaks off into the sunset, hops I, back in the Honda not, Jazz and becomes a teacher again. That's, to me, terrifying if, if, if Jeff the Hornet Horn qualifies to teach the youth of the nation. And I say this without... Seems like a lovely guy, a sweet man... I'd just be very interested to know, like, what age group he's teaching. Why? Because I don't think he's that intelligent, and I think you need to have. I a don't level. think. I think. I don't think many teachers are. Well, that's fucking not right, and I don't think that's fair to sweeping, make sweeping statements about saying that not many teachers are smart. Well, I'm not. I think there'd be some stupid ones. Put it that way. Yeah, fucking. Oath They've just. Would. They. I, I read the other day they upped the UAI. It's now seventy to be a teacher because before you like you know they'll accept anyone. I got seventy, <laughs> so you could be a teacher. Look, Horn, maybe give him the kindergartens. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe give him PA. Who knows? I think, I think there's a role for him in the nation's schools, Tom. Yeah. It'd, it'd He's be... an ornament. He was the national treasure. He was. That counts for something. It, it certainly does. And maybe now a national treasure of the, the, you know, the schooling system, Eddie. Sure. PE or, teacher. Or does, he fall, or does he fall back into the school, that, um, you that... know, like anti-bullying, maybe. Sure, he's got a great story to tell there. He's, he's risen up against bullies, and he's he can gone go. He can go from park. school to school and put kids to sleep, as it were. What is it? Knock them out? As in through language? Oh, right. As in bore them to death. 
All I'm saying is I don't want to see the National Treasure become the next Chuck Mundine. All due respect no, to Chuck. No, dude, absolutely not. All due respect to Anthony. Uh, I don't think Jeff needs to fight anymore. No, I don't got think so. Got two very beautiful young daughters. Got, no. a, got a wife. Yeah, too young. a family. He's made some good money. Yep. Go back. He's got success. He beat Pacquiao yeah. at Suncorp. He's got that on the resume. That will be made into a into a film at some point. One hundred percent. Jeff Horn, the story of the teacher that could. Yeah, and it'll tell his story. The fight and PE teacher. The fight and PE teacher who shocked the world. Yeah, that's your story, mate. Go write your memoirs. From bullied to brawler. Yeah, go write a book. Well, so we'll get someone to ghostwrite it, of course, and come up with a cheesy title. Well, it'll, it'll be, be in... it'll probably just be the Hornet. Oh, I mean, who? Knows? And that's not even cheesy enough. But you know, like it's certainly got to be cheesy, and the front cover's got to be a picture of him. Yes. You know, it's a you know, it's a real corny autobiography when it's like in the colours of the club they played for, and it's them on the front in some photo, and there's a big thick section in the middle of photos from yeah. their life. Yeah, yeah. Him in him standing in front of a bee or something. Yeah, him, or him, a Hornet, him, him like almost sitting on a nest. Yes. Stung within an inch. Did you see the photo before the fight that came out of him cutting weight in a bath, and he had like little kids' bath toys in there? Which I get is him having a joke and funny, but it's like even for him, I'm like Jeff humor. You couldn't be less intimidating, or like he just nah stupid round nine. He's like, (laughs) oh god. Was it him that whipped out the walking stick? I've forgotten. Yeah, was yeah. He, did he call out McGregor at one point? Called out Mayweather. Mayweather. And, and I think maybe McGregor after he beat Pacquiao and he bought in a walking stick, like a cane, and like, I don't know if it was some like, That was for Mayweather. Yeah. God, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss all the horn stuff. Look what he's given us. He's given us a lot. He's given, he's, he's given us a lot. To, he's given a lot to this podcast, and so is Glenn Rushton. Seems like we're putting a bow in all of their careers. I think we are. It feels like we are bowing the Glen. It feels the Glenn like the end chapter. of an era a little bit. It does. It's almost sad in yeah, some respects. It is respects. a little bit sad now you think about it. But I obviously want the ongoing safety of, of Jeff to be paramount. Yes. So We couldn't lose a once was National Treasure time. No. But Glenn look, Rushton, I mean, I'm hoping to see him training some of the next champions of this nation. But last Wednesday, Tom, was another reminder about, you know, Australian boxing and... Where we've reached. And where we've reached. And where we're going. And we- <laughs> Because it was a tremendous little setup they had up there. Up night at of Nights. It was the Night of Nights for the nation. How about that poor bastard who was the announcer? Like, that is... that he, he, he is Australian boxing. He summed it up in his whole performance. And it was like, you know that... He was weird the whole night, dude. He was reading. No offense or shout out to this guy. I'm sure it's tough. But also, like, if it's your job, then come on, bro. Be better. But, like, he was reading... The the like the heights and the weights and the records of these fighters throughout the night and couldn't read them properly. Like not stumbling over his words, but just like the way the cadence of a sentence. Eddie Simpson weighing in at twenty six pounds and da 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 and whatever else he's like Eddie Simpson weighing in at two hundred and twenty six pounds and is and you're like, Wait, what the fuck's going on here, bro? Can you please just read normally? And you know he's been practicing, which makes it sadder. And then he gets to the biggest part of the night. Well, it's Boxing's Night of Nights. Boxing's and he night got of nervous. Nights. And then the whole country's looking at him and he's like, All right, now let's get to the main event. Tim Horn. And you just see after he says, Tim Horn. And he goes, And there's like this just ever so brief pause and a look in his eye where he's just going, Oh, fuck. He's going, Tim Horn. And. 
Jeff Horn. <laughs> and it's like, what? And there's a part of me that's like, if you just acknowledge the fuck up in the moment and gone, Tim Horn, ah, Tim Zoo, sorry, and yeah. Jeff. No one to talk about it. You go, oh, yeah, you just had a little fuck up. But yeah. it's like, you just tried to ride that out, bro. Like, you said the wrong name. Tim Horn and Jeff Horn. Tim Horn and <laughs> Jeff Horn. And you're just looking in his eyes. He's like, shit. I had one job. I had one fucking job. And then the way it worked out, so he's done that. He's fucked it up and he's rattled. And he's gone. All right, now let's get the fighters to the ring. And first up, and he's gone done this. Are you ready? Yeah. And he's like, all right, Tim, zoo. And he's just wigged it and forgotten like that, like the scheduled times. So it's gone. They don't come out till quarter to 10 or whatever it is, right? But he's sort of just had a brain fart, wigged out and gone, fuck it. Let's in, like, bring him out. But I think he was meant to just throw back to the commentators for five minutes so they can give a bit more of a preamble of the fight. So he's like, all right now, Tim Zoo! And then they just cut to Tim still in the back, like hitting the pads and warming up. And they're like, and the commentators are going, well, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Tim doesn't look like he's going to be uh, coming out just yet. I don't know. And then they're like, oh, what's going on? And then they cut back to Andy Raymond, who's like the guy in the back, and Andy's going... Well, no, I don't know if the, the clocks are a bit fast out there, but 9.45 was the time we were given. So uh, I think that, you know, we're just waiting for 9.45. And then it's like, 9.45, they go back to him, they go, all right, well, you know, a bit of ducks and drakes early on, but now, Tim Zoo! And then Rihanna starts playing and say, like, we're going to run this town tonight. Oh, and then he doesn't come out again. <laughs> He doesn't come out again and he's like, Jesus Christ, what is going on? And then finally the third time it comes out and I'm like, this was the highlight of the night for me. The highlight of the night. That guy, shout out to that guy, whoever you are. But Oh, God, Australian boxing is so good. It's so good, dude. It's so good. So many white chairs. Yes. Dude, there was white chairs. It was white chairs galore. It was white chairs city, it bro. Was all I white it. chairs. I love it. It was so good, dude. Mate. The white chairs of this nation. Of oh, the white chairs. It's, uh, mate, it, it just it is the cream on top yeah. for me. All those white chairs. Fucking hilarious. The decor. The decor. The way it's put together. Is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'd love to uh, watch that whole fucking. It's like, how can we make this look as bush leg as, as possible? possible? And uh, I, I can't remember it clearly, but Glenn Rushton obviously walking out with Horn gave him like, it was almost like Glenn was like a lion tamer the way he introduced Horn out there, and it was like this is so low energy and not impressive, but it's like Glenn Rushton like yeah. <laughs> anyway. Shout out to everyone. It was a good oh. fight. I enjoyed it. Tim Zoo is a beast. He beat the fuck out of him. They're saying he might get a world title shot. Um, again, I don't know who to believe with any of this. Oh, boxing we'll shit. wait and see, right? Um, but Jeff Horn, in the global boxing scale, like landscape, was up there or had been up there. Had so been. the win over Jeff is significant for Zoo. The yeah. loss for Horn, also significant. Because he's fucked. AFL Love Triangle. AFL Love Triangle. So, look, AFL always delivers, Tom. But it's yep. always a bit like... It's always a bit dark. It's always a bit like, how you going, yeah. right? Uh, it's delivered again. Love it. So, Josh Hill, uh, former Western Bulldog, former West Coast star. I don't know if stars are right Eagles words. or... West Coast Eagles. Yeah, And right. then Western Bulldogs. West Coast Eagles have to probably... They've got to be like the diciest club for like scandals ever, right? 
Well, they seem to like a scandal. But like the whole Ben Cousins era in West Coast was that's thrown up some real fucking hairy storylines, not mm. just Ben himself. Yeah. Josh Kerr, who is uh, Samantha Kerr's older brother, Chris Mainwaring died. Anyway, just saying, it's a Harry McClary club. Anyway, so he has fathered two children in the space of five days. Jesus Christ. Different... <laughs> different women. Different mums. Different mums. One in Perth, one in Melbourne, Dior. But I've never heard of that before. That's some Jerry Springer That's shit. Some Jerry- Maury Povich vibe. <laughs> yes, bro. You are the father. And it's like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, only celebrated one on Instagram, obviously with the fiancé, not with the ex. Tough. So, uh Maybe like maybe it didn't get past the fiance, you know what I mean? Well, he probably drafted it up and well, goes. Well, looking... bloody. He's been trying to make it up to the fiance, going like, "Listen, there's another one of these coming as well." I think you should be celebrating both. As a dad myself, now mm. proud father. Yeah. Now I obviously don't have an angry misso to deal with, who's like, uh, "No, you can't celebrate your child with that fucking." Because what Fluzy. it is, because what you got to remember is, it's not, it's not like, okay, yeah, you can celebrate, uh, you know, the birth of your child. It's like, yeah, but when we do so, we're celebrating the fact that you had your, you know, your penis inside another woman in and around the same time. Yes, yeah, but essentially exactly the same time. Yeah, could have been the same fucking days apart, same day. Even. May have been the same day. Could have been, May the, have same been day. the same day. Well, I'm not ruling that out. Just a different gestational period. That's right. Five days here or there, you know, you know, as a father, no, that, that, that flies. Know, five days here, five days there, could all be the same, mate. I, Sam Parsonson, good friend of the show, his kid was meant to be like eight weeks younger mm. than Evie, and mm. they're eight days apart. Yeah, you never know. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, but it's I, just another example of you know. Well, I think that it's actually kind of a refreshing AFL story in that it's a little bit more rugby league than the dark, seedy shit that the AFL throws up time and time again. I'm like, oh, this is kind of a nice story. Yeah, you're right. Look, we, we do bag AFL a lot and say, Jesus, you're, you're a bit dark. You know, you're a bit lowbrow usually. Or like just a bit just etched. A bit etched, not lowbrow. Lowbrow's rugby league. Lowbrow's rugby league. But this is a nice lowbrow story. This is I think just that a we nice, can, that, you some know, guy that the couldn't sporting, keep his dick the, in his pants. The sporting public can get around. Yeah. Look, things went all right. Obviously not... Uh, a student of the pullout game, Tom. Obviously not a uh, yeah. He's he's not obviously not a connoisseur of connoisseur it. of the pullout method. No, or the just you know tarping up. He's a ride or die sort of guy. Well, he's just like a, what's going to feel best. Yes, uh, I'm prepared to I'm prepared roll to the r- dice. Roll the dice here. He's a, he's a, well, you know what a lot of professional athletes are wild men and women. Yeah, you got to get out there and be physical and put your body broncos, man. You know what I mean? Wild, and wild free. and un, you know, untamed animals. Yes. So he might be like, you know, fuck it. Mm. Mm. How do you reckon he he break the news to the fiance? Listen, yeah, um, probably not with a bloody. You know uh, how like sound. you know how you're six months pregnant. Someone else I know is six months pregnant. Yep. So, um, Mike's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah, was she with someone else? Well, no, not technically. I don't know. Uh, but it's my kid. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's my kid. So sorry about that. <laughs> could be worse. Could, I could be, be. I could be. You know, some. I could be one of the scat AFL scandals. Look, could have been worse. They could have been born the same day. Exactly. Look at this. You had a couple of weeks. To bond with the baby before this other one comes along. Not even a couple of weeks, five days. Five days, sorry, not a couple of weeks. 
you know, less than a working, it's a working week technically. You get a working week to enjoy the child as the only child in my life. Now, unfortunately, I've got two kids to deal with. And you know what? Having two kids under the one roof, like twins, would be a fucking nightmare. But having to manage two mamas, two bubbers, all two cities, two cities, and they all fucking hate you. Two bills, and they hate you. Like you're a, your fiance. She might have been prepared to move on and like forgive you, but she's fucking off you. Well, that's the the the, the lack of two posts suggests that Tom and suggests then, there's uh, animosity in yes. the air. And then the ex girlfriend who and listen, I am pro choice. Yes, she chose the podcast is pro choice as a, as a podcast we're pro choice. So you can do whatever you want. She's obviously chosen to see this through. Yes. And now there's a beautiful child yes. in the world, which is great for them. That's great. But in the very early exchanges, the very early goings on of that, I'm sure there were some serious toing and froing conversationally about what the decisions were going to be. I, look, I think it's fair to say, Tom, there would have been some toing and some froing. Some robust. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been hearty discussion. Hearty discussion about what, what are our options here. Yeah. What's and the best way forward? That and you know what do we want to do? Because it's all about choice. Yes. What do you want to do? I know what I want to do. I've got some ideas, <laughs> but I just really want to know what you want look, to do. Look, look, I'm happy to. I'm happy to, to workshop them. Absolutely. Let's see pros and can cons. We get, can we get the whiteboard out? We get, let's get a whiteboard out and let's just go through pros and cons of the decisions we have at our disposal for you and for me. Yes. I'll start first let's... with the cons. <laughs> got a kid already. <laughs> what do you got? What do you want? And I've got a miso. And that's <laughs> <laughs> so that that'll obviously go into the uh, to the con. Yeah, that's a con. That's a con. So, um, uh, uh, one and two con positives. Uh, obviously, you know, life, life, life's amazing, which is great. That's fantastic. Con. Um, <laughs> I'll be in the doghouse. Yeah, con. possibly for the rest of my yeah, life. Con. I really don't need this right now. <laughs> uh, I got another con. Uh, I don't know if I can afford to. <laughs> But, again, at the end of the day, what's important is what we want to do. Have you got any more positives? Like, yeah, have you... What else are we... Any... Or just... I mean, to be honest, this con was probably just have a miso and a kid on the way. That's, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. But I feel like there's some... I feel like they are weighty cons. Can I give weight to cons? Can you... Can, you... can we weight these cons, yeah. please? Like in, like in university when you get weighting. Uh, that's UAI. Yes. Sorry, not you're not uh, not university high school. Yeah. I feel like the cons are probably weighted. Yes, I think so. Like if you were just like, I don't feel like it. That's not weighted very heavily. No. No. Fuck no. But I got, got another miso. I've got a fiance. Fiance. That carries some weight to it. <laughs> uh, but I think at the end of the day, Eddie, the right decision was made. Life, beautiful young girls. I think so. At the end of the day, I think they'll laugh about this one day. I think so. I think they'll laugh. I think they'll laugh. Get, they'll I go, think everyone will get together at a nice Christmas somewhere. A couple by the of, beach. you know, maybe a decade away, but like, and they'll and they'll get the prawns out and and they'll break bread and as they'll it giggle. Were. They'll break shells as yes. it were, crack um, shells and go. Wasn't that a wild time? Yeah. Some may laugh. Some may cry. But they'll be laughed at. If you don't laugh, you will cry. So yeah. hopefully, it's more laughed. Maybe a bit of both. Yeah, a bit of both. But nice to hear that rugby league. Uh, rubbing off on AFL. Mm-hmm. Well, it has to because that's the only way AFL is going to survive. Um, but yeah, really, really positive story there. Congratulations to mums and bubs and dad. <laughs> Sorry, uh, just had some technical dramas there, and unfortunately for Neil Southern Overcastrian, his entire dribble just got cut. <laughs>
So, listen, not about you, Nilso. It was a longer dribble than, than normal, and there was a lot of preamble, but it was a technical issue, and we just can't go back and listen to it again. Look, sometimes it happens in this game. Sometimes it happens. It happens to the best of us. Um, but we're just going to... But the audio, the audio sometimes dictates. It didn't record. Listen. It is what it is. It is what it is. We press on. Hello, Mr. Tom, Mr. Eddie. Hello, punches and dribblers. It's just a final Queensland dribbler coming from you from 4870 in beautiful Cairns, Queensland. I just want to talk about Tim Zoo and Jeff Horn fight. You know, do I think that Tommy put the Mickey on, put the Mickey on him, thinking that Glenn with a triple N is going to be Glenn with with a quadruple N, and is going to result in glee? Yes, yes, I do. Do I think that Tom and Eddie is the captain of putting the Mickey on teams? I'm feeling yes, I do. I was, you know, listening back to older, older podcasts that I heard mainly are destined for a premiership. I couldn't just help thinking, oh, if I didn't say that, would Tommy, would Tommy Trevojevic done his knee? Would the other Manly players get injured? Tommy did his hamstring, firstly. And I just want to put it out to you, to you Mr. Tom and Mr. Eddie, do you guys feel like whatever you say... Like God? Yeah, haunted. sometimes. Well, Whatever you say, pretty much the opposite happens. No, incorrect. What it's we say comes true. I'd like to hear what you boys say. See you soon. Look, I mean, am I insulted that, that the, the Far North Queensland dribbler is insinuating that we are responsible for Tommy Turbo's injury? Uh, yeah, I'm a little insulted because I think Tommy would be the first one to tell you that we're almost directly responsible for him getting better. Look, you haven't seen Tommy play with my hammies. No. You don't know what he's capable of. You thought he was good beforehand. Mm. You thought he was good beforehand. Already, he had basically locked up the Dally M until he went down. Yeah. Look out next year. That's all I'm saying. 2021, 10 years since the last premiership. Look out. Do I feel like God sometimes with the influence I have? Yeah, I do. Is it is it overwhelming sometimes? Yeah, it, can it is. Be. It but can be. look, you know, sometimes you're chosen. We've got we've got a really good support network around us to keep us grounded. And That's obviously right. it's like, you know, like if you think about Jesus, for example, he had like his mum was a really strong influence in his life. It was like Very strong. Guy, you know, he's obviously doing miracles and you know yeah, yeah. turning water into wine. That's right. But he was also a humble carpenter. Humble his dad was a humble carpenter, his stepdad, Joseph, who was, you know, kind of Who on, showed him the ropes. Put on the gronk. Showed him the tools. Joseph could never compete with his with God. You know what I mean? Joseph couldn't compete with God, so he knew he just had to come in with that humble humility sort of thing. It's That's like, right, right. Whenever Jesus would go and hang out with dad, yeah. God, it was yeah. like he'd come oh. back with a big head. He'd come back with a big head. It's like, oh look I'm doing miracles. And then he'd go, mate, pick up the plane saw. Yeah. You go, wait, come here, I'm gonna show you how to fuck and build something yeah, with your yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, you're not seeing you're not seeing your other dad this weekend because we're building a deck. All yeah, weekend. sorry. Well, your mum's got your mum's got you know uh, it's 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 joint custody, but mum gets two weeks, dad gets one, sort of stuff. Like, yes, yes. That's just the way it went. Yes. So you know, Jesus had a good support system. Similar to Jesus, we have a good support system that that's keeps right. us level headed and grounded when you know we start to predict shit and miracles. Yeah, you, know, you see, you see yourself up in lights, top of the podcast, even. You're like, sometimes you can slip into that, you know, fuck, we're good. 
sort of attitude, sort of rhetoric. Yeah, yes. it happens from it happens time to time. time. And we're ashamed it, of it. Well, not ashamed, but, you know, we're aware that we need to be... We're aware of it. We're, we're aware that, you know, without the support system, Tom, that there's no telling where we'd be. Yeah. So shout out to the support system. Shout out to our support system uh, and shout out to that guy who I think asked us about being great. Was that what the question was? Yeah. Explain yeah. greatness explain. and what it's like to be great. What's it like to be a What's god? What's it like to be a god? Well, I, th- I hope we answered it. It's about being humble <laughs> and having a good support system whilst, you know, you know, trying to stay humble in the face of overwhelming, you know, ability, talent, yeah. success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on, eh? Great question, though. Great question. Get it all the time. So I've, I've run into the hitman, and he's, I'm at an Irish pub Thursday night, and the hitman's told me, I've told the hitman this story, the hitman's told me to tell this story. This is a story about the time I met Tom Smiley at Friday's Bar, Friday's Riverside in Brisbane. Um, basically met him on the, uh, the, the outdoor bar near the smoking section, people might know it. It's the one with the fusion music going. And, uh, Tom Smiley and I, we share a couple of, uh, Cossack and Cowboys together. We're vibing. We're getting along. No, we're just, Yarning, you know, intermittently just running into each other, you know, step a piss, might run into Elton again, get another cocksucking cowboy, you know, then go out for a durry on the way back, he might run into Elton again. Anyway, this happened just to and fro until about two o'clock, three o'clock runs in, comes up and uh, Elton says, hey, mate, do you want to, um, do you want to keep, keep drinking? You know, you know, fucking, we're getting along. Cause, you keep the party going, you're going to come back to my house. <laughs> Fucking oath. I'll go back to uh, your place. You're the guy that did the swan dive. You're, you're a legend. I love you, Elton Flatley. You've also got a chimbo. So, uh, yeah. jumping across. And Ben tuned in the swan dive. Dave with Elton Flatley. I'll let that go. And uh, little did I know that we were driving in the cab for about an hour from Friday, uh, Riverside in Brisbane, to the Gold Coast. <laughs> and we um, ended up at the Gold Coast. Uh, I, I get out of the cab with Elton Flatley to a uh, beautiful, massive mansion. Uh, just a nice Queenslander on the beach, barely heads. And um, Elton Flatley doesn't have his keys, and uh, he's punched the outdoor Venetian doors, <laughs> punched one of the windows out, and reached in and let himself into this house. And I was like, oh, shit, am I? Burglarizing the house, Elton Flatley? <laughs> But it turns out it was his family home, so it was all right. So we kept drinking, we had a few more lagers, and a few more beers, drinking at about 5 a.m., and flat, flat, um, yeah, flat, really just decides to call it, call it quit. Tells me to crash on the couch, I crash on the couch, I'll do whatever you say, it's one dive man. And then uh, I wake up in the morning to an irate abuse from Elton Flatley's wife, <laughs> screaming at Elton Flatley, saying, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? What the fuck is going on? And Elton Flatley looks me dead in the eyes and looks at his wife and says, I don't know who this guy is. Oh, my God. And he looks back at me and says, you better get out of here, mister. You better get out of here right now before there's some serious trouble. And I, with my whimpering dog eyes, look at Flatley and remember all the beautiful times we had the night before and think, all right, all right, Flatley. <laughs> I like, I like Ben Tune anyway better. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This is the uh, 
It's the beer clear and gridler. Big ups to the Chris Basis dribbler and a big tasty and the boys. Holy shit. And you know what Elton's done? Because Elton's an operator. He's gone, I needed a way out. I've been presented one. Yeah. That bloke broke the window. That bloke slept on the couch. Like, none of this is my fault. No, he's just used him as a scapegoat. It's genius from Elton. Genius from Elton. Well, Elton, Elton He was always good under the pump, though. Remember he was slept Under those pressure. Th- he yeah. always he was hitting penalties and Me- shit. Remember those, the, the penalties he was hitting in the World the Cup World final? Cup. Yeah, yeah. Chipping so, them out, kicking them from everywhere. So that's Good obviously that's a man who's got experience in the big moment. In the big moment, and I mean, I've already—I don't think I needed to get anyone's fucking clearance, but that's obviously gone straight into the Hall of Fame. Uh, that's one of the—that's one of the great yarns I've yeah, ever heard. That's a great yarn. Elton throwing the random under the bus. There was a part of me that was thinking, "How'd you get home, bro?" Oh, an hour to the Goldie. I was thinking the whole time Elton was going to try and root him when they got back to the house. That's what I was thinking was happening. I'm like, is Elton... Oh, that's what you thought was happening. Thought that's that was I happening. was heading as well. I was for sure. Oh, yeah, you want to come back to mine? You want to keep drinking? Let's keep drinking. And then it was yeah. like they were going to get into it. Maybe me and Dave are just a bit more that way inclined. Poss- possibly. Who knows? I just, thought, I just thought they got carried away. Well, they did get too many rums. Way too many rums. I can see how it happened. I tell you what's a horrible th- time when you get carried away and you want to kick on and then you have a long... A long journey to get to wherever kick-ons are. And by the time you get there, you're like, I fucking want to go home. And by the sounds of things, this bloke probably got it out of there just in the nick of time. Like, you know, because Elton under, got under the pump. He would have had to play that to within an inch of his life. Okay, I'll call the cops. Elton He's- knows that he was never going to, you know, bash the fuck out of the guy, you would think. Because Elton's not going to get himself in trouble. There's probably evidence of him and El- Elton and this dude hanging out like CCTV and the like. So he's just gone, I'm going to have to pretend to be upset. Yep. And get this guy out of the house, and then just you know, I'll smooth it over with the missus at some point. I tell her I called the cops or like yeah, help. pretend to, you know, call yeah. the call the bloody that the phone number for what time it is. You yeah, know exactly, I mean? exactly. A ruse, Tom. Elm probably knows a couple of cops and goes, "Listen, mate, I'm just doing this because I have to. You might need to just come around and just yeah. put some do- fingerprint does- the door. Yeah, fingerprint the door. Do your best. Do your best. Make it look. But then legit. nothing turns up. No. Nothing turns up. No, we don't know who it is. I chased him out. It's all good. But just tell the missus that the, this we did all happened. we could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, phenomenal yarn. I missed, what is he, the beard, the, the schooner eater Beer dribbler? clearer. Beer clearer. Beer clearer dribbler. Sure. Well done. Sure. Terrific. G'day, Mr. Tom. G'day, Mr. Eddie. P's and D's. Chuck here calling in from uh, Austin, Texas. First up, Hagrid's Merino Wool. The best. It's the, uh, the the softest and finest option for a wool pull. If you are going to pull some wool, make sure it is merino wool. Yep. The, uh, I stand by that. Of the, yeah. the podcast. I think it goes without saying. Mm. Yeah. Got a quick question. Why the fuck do rugby league wingers jam on every single play? Good question. It it baffles me. Now, maybe they're told to do it. Maybe St. PVL tells them to do it so that the game... Scores uh, lots of tries uh, every week. But if they're not told to do that, no wonder all the fucking coaches are bald or grey because that would do your head in week in, week out. (laughs) Um, But that's my question. Uh, Shout-outs to the hitman, Mr. Dave Liston. Hope you're well, brah. Get back to Texas soon. P's and D's. Time ready. Be here soon. That's right, Dave Liston is the hitman. Um, 
Mate, great, what are the great, great question. What are the great conundrums, really? It well, is. I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, how are the pyramids built? What's in the Bermuda Triangle? Why does that just keep, you know, what's going on there? Why mm. do rugby league wingers jam in? No one knows. It's an unknown, and it probably will never be known. No, I, don't, I think it's one of those things where it's like Stephen Hawking, I think, was working towards, when he's talking about the meaning of life, one of the key factors that were unsolved, unfortunately, when he passed. Yes was why does the rugby league winger jam in on every play? Well, it's, it's, it was part of his life's work, Tom. Yes. Which was had gone unwritten, really. It actually was disappointing they left that out of the theory of everything. Well, he, it, well, he, well he nailed Hawking radiation, right? Got his name on the map and then spent the next 50 years trying to work out why rugby league wingers jam in. <laughs> Consumed him. And never, unfortunately, never <laughs> arrived at an answer. No, just, mate, that was the thing that killed him on his death. That's what He's it is. like, fuck, if you find out. If you find out. <laughs> somehow tell me. But, look, it is what it is. It is what it is. And you, it's, it sends... The sooner you live with it, the yeah, better. The better. Because it'll send you mad. It'll, it'll, it's, mate, it, it absolutely send you mad. Send Stephen mad. Poor old Stephen. Fuck it, send him mad. Died without ever finding out. Tough. Tough. So don't go. Don't don't go down don't that go rabbit do, hole. Yeah, I wouldn't go trying to find out. I wouldn't. If, if Stephen can't, you can't. Then you're definitely not going to be able to. But yeah, uh, uh, you know, many rugby league league coaches lost their livelihoods as a result of it. Um, I don't know why staying on your man is so difficult, but it is. And it is what it is. It is what it is. And also, probably is something that makes the game great. I don't know, but great question, uh, Jock from Austin, Texas, I believe. Yep. Sub, Eddie, Punnis, Andrew. Look, uh, we're going to give it short and sweet. You may be able to hear what's going on in the background. It's uh, it's Asha with a little bit of bit of little John. Give it a yeah. So I just want to know uh, what's your What's your favourite song from a Year 6 disco? And who did you dance with? Let me know. Uh, Natalie Austin, I miss you. Please come back. Be soon. Good question. Year 6 dance. I don't know if I did dance with any girls. Probably. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I, I don't think I was up to it. <laughs> you didn't really come into your own. No, I, I wasn't up to it. I'll be honest. I wasn't up to it then. I didn't dance with anyone. Did I have my new Billabong denim jorts on? Yeah, I did. I think they were pretty cool. Yeah, I did. My S&P belt. Yep. My my, my suede Puma shoes that I never really liked, but mum did. Did I have them on? Yep. Was I wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Almost certainly. (laughs) Did I dance with any women? No. I don't think I would have. Shockingly. (laughs) Is that surprising? Not entirely. Oh, that is fantastic. So Not yeah, entirely. you were you weren't exactly the Lothario you are now. <laughs> Back in your six. Oh, I think it's fair to say that I didn't have any Lothario blood in me at that time. <laughs> um What I do for some photos. I've seen photos of you young and they're some of the great Back before you could... Well, see, I can't smell. You can't go cross-eyed. No, that's right. I used to be four-eyed within an inch of my life. Eddie, eyes turning Eddie, all over the shop. <laughs> he had... Turning Ed, eyes. Yeah, his eyes were like... Uh, they were know, free. You know, like when a magnet is in the like true north or south and it just or a compass and it just spins around because it doesn't know where it's going? Yeah. 
that was what your eyes were like. Right? Yeah, yeah, for many years. And then you had like something cut. I had surgery when I was uh, in Yuan to uh, fix the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Mother feared that if I was allowed to live a life of cross-eyedness yeah. permanent, yeah, 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 then that may have some impact on your development, as my a development as a man, yeah. and my ability to better woman, Tom. <laughs> Uh, she made the right call. <laughs> shout out to Mama shout, Sims oh, and Papa Mama Sims. Yeah, well, for both of them. Who drove me down to Orange for the corrective surgery. Did you go get put under? Dr. Chang, I believe his name was. Terrific. Shout out to Dr. Yeah, Chang. I was under. Yep, yep. And I went under. Can, when could you? Did you notice, like, so you couldn't see? One of, that's one of the great blurry? questions. I don't I don't have any recollection of, like, because you would, have, you would think that if your eyes turned, then you wouldn't be able to see what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Uh, I, rem- I, I don't... I could see. I could see. Was that because of those big, thick goggles you wore? Yeah. Cute as a button. As and a I, used to, yeah, I used to sit down with mum every night. We'd watch Home and Away, and <laughs> I would wear an Great eye shot. patch trying to strengthen the other eye, and then in doing so, the other one was fucked, and they were both fucked. <laughs> it started with one, went to two. The call was made. Need to, <laughs> need to fix this. Need to fix this. But there's photos out there. Ella likes to take photos of them and put them on her Instagram yeah. every time we go home. <laughs> So, dude, and now you can't go cross eyed at all. Now I can't go cross eyed at all. Try. I can't. Just try that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> can't do it. For those of you that aren't watching, you know, when you go, when you're younger and you look at your finger in front of your face and you, and you bring it in, bring the finger in, and then before you know it, you cross eyed. Eddie's eyes just <laughs> at some point stop looking at the finger. <laughs> can't do it. Do you reach a point where you're like, I can't, and then you just go straight forward again? I just can't do it. I just... oh, you know, you're not. It's. I mean, you can't, but it's. It's better than I, what it's... I remember. Yeah. yeah, maybe we're getting better at it. Maybe are. Anyway, uh, so you weren't doing any dancing. What about any songs? Did you like, or any girl? What about a girl that you liked? Remember, I tell you what was big when I was at, yeah, in your six at the dance. The hey, the ha, the Lost ketchup. Yeah. Uh, mine. What? And was there a lady that you at least had your your eyes on that were now working? <laughs> Multiple at the same time. Well, I was probably Katie Brown at the time. Katie yeah. Brown. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what Katie's up to anymore? Or do you? Couple of to... kids. Couple of kids. Yeah. Don't know where she's living, but yeah, same birthday actually. Really? Yeah. Did that was that sort of a thing is where you thought your star-crossed lovers meant for each other? Yeah, I think so. Shout out to Katie Brown. Uh, mine was Blink One Eight Two. All the small things, I think, was like that was like the fucking big song. Again, I don't know if we actually had any. I went to an all boys school in primary school, so it wasn't like we didn't have dances with girls. But I was uh, had a big. Crush. Was all the small things you six? For me, I think it was. Remember, I am two years your senior, maybe five years your senior. I can never remember. And Christy Pickett, who I still know, lovely girl, lives overseas. Hope you're doing well, doll. Mm. Um, that was my memory. Never got to dance with her, unfortunately. And, and you know, it probably still haunts me to this day. Great question, though. Great question. Loved it. Happy to report that my fashion was better than Eddie's at six or 12 or whatever we were, but not much better. In fact, you named a lot of garments that I think I was probably wearing. 
It sounded, sounded eerily similar. Mate, I've seen photos of you at Street's house in Barrel, and you're, you, weren't, you weren't a fucking gosling, mate. No, no, I'd say from like, I'd say year six, I was, I was probably closer to it. And then once year seven and that rolled around and the real puberty fat came along <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is, this is getting a lot worse <laughs> before it gets better. And then it got better and then it got worse again. And that's where you find me today. <laughs> Great question. Great question. Shout out to Lost Ketchup and Eddie's Eyes. Nigel Vangana. That was it. Hey, Nigel was a hell of a player. Uh, I'll take that as a comment, but it was a fair one. Nigel Vangana, five tries in a game. Played for New Zealand. Tonga as well, I think, or maybe Samoa. Dior. Bulldogs, Souths, Sharks, maybe. Nice. <laughs> Boys, it's the Polak Dribbler, Mr. Exotic, a.k.a. the ambassador for the Fred Hollows Foundation, because I'm fucking blind. The Panthers absolutely... <laughs> Is this the guy... Uh, Whose story was wrong? Like, is this the guy from last uh, week that said he pulled actually a guy? No, no, I don't think so. Justin no. Pascoe just absolutely shattered, blown to bits. Um, just a query. Penrith, um, I'm thinking we're venturing into the territory of having to create our own OnlyFans account because it's gone to the stage where we're not just beating teams, we're actually fucking teams. As evidence with tonight's historic victory over the West Tigers and Justin Pascoe. I hope you go home. I hope you go home and cry yourself to sleep. You dog. You dirty, dirty dog slime of a bloke. You're fucking grub. As Ray Hadley would say. Justin Pascoe date. getting You're a fucking vehicle down the Gulfston Gorge. Grab. Dope. Anyway, be soon, boys. Uh, yeah, and go to the Mighty Panthers. Can't be fucking stopped. Bags, red, and uh, <laughs> cigars oh, the rack and red guy. on route October 25 at the Big Cat. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. The Polax dribbler. Sure. Sure. I'll, exactly. I'll, mate, I'll allow it. You tell yeah. the table. Sure. I'll allow it. Boys, it's the Polax dribbler. Mr. Gives himself a couple of nicknames there, doesn't he? The Polax Dribbler and Mr. Exotic. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, Tom, Eddie, Hunters. And the Dribblers. Ooh. And the fellow Dribblers. Look, we're just pulling up. A duet. Saturday Arbor. The Bonnie and no. Clyde Dribblers? No. Sunday morning, four o'clock. Trying to prepare for Sunday Arbor, footy, and Seals Eggs, man. We just want to um, have, have a bit of a chat and see. A bit of a bit, yarn. Bit, yeah, a bit of a yarn. Basically. Uh, we, uh, fuck. Uh, look, we've been fucking prepping this for the last few minutes. It's fucking no, no. We just want to know. How's Tonka going? Yeah. The kebab. This is a train wreck dribble. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wow. That is a terrain wreck. 
You needed you needed half an hour at least to prep there. The fifteen yeah, minutes that wasn't fifteen enough. minutes was not enough. I think I've said what happened to Tonga. Have I not? Yeah, I think we have. He pooed it out. He pooed it His out. His right is right. He got ripped off. We obviously we we explored litigation against the vet. They were sound. They were sound. Uh, you know they have their. I uh, lost. Yeah. And the show went on. Tonga full of life, full of beans. Couldn't be better. Growing every day. Yeah, he's like over twenty kilos now. He's huge. He's huge. He's just going to be the biggest fucking dog ever. Yeah. Are you a bit like Jesus Christ now? No, like, it's fun, bro. No, of course, fun. I'm not saying Jesus Christ like fuck Tonka by the way. He's going to be fucking gigantic. We were driving back from Avalon the other day. Ella's going to get her arms ripped off trying to hold him. Yeah, we're going to we're going to get him to a point where he'll be all right. Doesn't pull on the leash, but otherwise, if she if he does, he yeah. Even now, is he pulling her? Yeah, no, no, no. But um, he he saw a motor. We stopped at the lights, and he was in the back, like laying in his bed driving back from Avalon and he saw a bike rider hop up did not like that bang up he got a deep bark already oh like really the, the sort of the hair on his back goes up and shit I'm like if that was if he was big doing that you'd be fucking terrified yeah dude that'd scare the fuck out of me you want to get that aggro out of him though you don't want him to be a fucking scary dog no 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 no, no. but then again you also want to be protective but not just at like but a generally like Matt he's pretty, he's pretty soft like strangers he loves yeah he kisses randoms all the time yeah right he just didn't like the helmet Helmet throwing. Ah, oh, the helmet. I the get helmet that. Throw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helmet could throw the best of us. Yeah, that's dogs right. usually don't really love headwear in general. My dog has a go at my beanies and stuff I wear all the time. There you go. Yeah, not big yeah. headwear thing. No, okay, are. that's all right. So that's a, that's a tip for young pooch owners. Mm. Uh, but that was one of the bigger bed shit dribbles that we've heard. Uh, but I think this is the last dribble here, guys. So thank fuck. I'm exhausted. Mm. Yeah. G'day, Tom, Eddie, to your punters and dribblers. Sorry, I got cut off before, so I'll start from the top. Um, look, just dialing in with some hole-in-one rhetoric. Uh, managed to hit one about two years ago playing uh, at uh, Victoria Park Golf Course in Brisbane. I was playing a social round uh, with my old man, uh, one of his mates, and a uh, mate of mine, Will Jones, who's also a dribbler. <laughs> Shout out to you, Jonesy. Um, anyway, it's, uh, it was the 18th hole, um, uh, which is a par three, 116 metres. Uh, look, I'm a 25 handicapper, so when it comes to the 18th hole, I'm dead inside. Um, I've got one eye on the 19th hole, and I'm really just going through the motions. Um, so anyway, I've, I've picked up my uh, pitching wedge, uh, 116 metres, um, and I've just absolutely had a swipe at this thing and middled it. And uh, it's landed about a metre to the right of the flag, uh, which we saw. Um, and then it's just, we've just seen it roll and disappear into the cup. Um, which obviously took us all by surprise. This guy sounds like Seabolt. Um, anyway, so I've, my reaction was Seabolt to sun. essentially sprint down the fairway um, and hurl my club up into the air. Um, I screamed initially, who the fuck are you? And I beat my chest, which I don't know who that was directed towards. Uh, still unpacking that emotion to this day. Uh, but anyway, look, it's um, Ooh, my greatest ever life achievement, greatest ever sporting achievement. Glad the old man was there to see it, uh, along with Jonesy. Um, and thank Christ I didn't get it, hit it playing by myself. But anyway, fellas, thanks for that. Hi from the Coke Stone. Up the Bronx. Up the Bronx. So um, that's, a, that's a hole-in-one story that you want. Yes. You're with your old man. Dad being there is everything. Yep, yeah, yeah, everything. You middled it on the 18th. Yeah, exactly. On the 18th and Dad being there, and then you get to go and yip and yahoo afterwards. And you middled it. Yeah. yeah, it was a good shot. It was a good shot. It didn't dribble in yeah. like others. 
That's, I mean, you just, you, you live for a day like that. You do. For a moment People like live their whole lives for that. Yeah. And it never happens. It never happens. And it probably won't ever for us, unfortunately. But I'll still, I'll still, keep, still keep trying, Eddie. Still keep trying, baby. Uh, good on you. I've got to say as well, just while it's a golf one to remind me, congratulations to friend of the show, Sebastian Antonio, who won the first inaugural, inaugural uh, King of the Bay golf trip uh, away on the weekend. Came down to the final hole after three days of golf. Um, him and Roddy were playing off for uh, number one spot. Mm. And they were just happened to be partnered together that day. They were like in the cart together driving down the final 18th. And it came down to the final hole. And Sebo won it. And Sebo basically planned the whole weekend as well. Of so, um Congratulations, mate. As much as it pains me to uh, see you succeed at something like when you, you best everyone, obviously that hurts because Seb is a very competitive person. Mm. And when he wins, it's not just that he won, it's that you didn't beat him. Now, luckily for me, I wasn't playing, but I know that that was probably how every single person there was feeling was that Sebo, loudmouth, tries hard. And then when you try hard and lose... That makes it even sweeter. It's like you fucking suck. Yeah, dude. it's hilarious. But then you try, you try hard and win. It's like too good, too good. Down to the last hole. I spoke to him today. He said it was the height of you know. He said he was still he was still up on a cloud basically. He hadn't come down. <laughs> so congratulations, King of the Bay. Long live the King of the Bay. Um, congratulations, Ba. Congratulations, um, but Eddie. I don't know if there's anything. I else. think that's us, mate. Is that us? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. It is. Uh, like, subscribe, five stars. <laughs> Bye-bye. I don't know if anyone's doing that. I assume not. Um, and whatever. That's cool. If you don't want to, you don't. Yeah, that's fine. Reach out, Kel. Be soon. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.